A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. You are now listening to the Cast. The number one old school RuneScape podcast featuring guests from all across Gellinor. To support this podcast, visit the Patreon link in the description. All right, welcome to the Sebe cast number 104 with Scotizo. Scotizo, how are you doing this fine evening? I'm good. I'm a little bit sleepy. Uh, I had my first kind of drinking stream yesterday, but... I didn't go too hard because I knew we were doing this today, but uh, I'm pretty good. Just just a little sleepy. Was it your first ever drinking stream? Yeah, I literally have not ever drank, I don't think at all, yeah, on my own stream. But was I had... <laughs> was it good? <laughs> it was good. It was, okay. it was, very, it was very degenerate. Uh, <laughs> I, I looked at some of the clips and was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> But uh, it was good. I didn't go too hard. That's good. Yeah, I've never had a drunk stream. I mean, I don't really drink anyway, but I feel like, I, yeah, I, I don't know if I could handle the clips afterward. That'd be painful. <laughs> <laughs> I've done, I've done a couple, po- I've done like, I think like three podcasts high and th- every single time I'm done with it, like I don't even want to look back at it because I know I'm just going to just totally cringe out of my mind looking at the conversations I have. <laughs> and I'm not going to reveal which those three are. Actually, I think if if you're a, like a huge Cast fan, you probably know which they are. But uh, yeah, definitely. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I like being sober when I'm talking with people. I guess. I, I could not record a podcast high because, <laughs> well, for one, I don't even like being high. But for two, oh. I'm the kind of person that will forget what I'm saying. Like I'll forget my <laughs> sentence halfway through the sentence. I'll be like, yeah, I. <laughs> And then we'll just go silent and we'll be like, what, what were we talking about? Like every couple minutes. Yeah. That, <laughs> I, it's bad. Like I just forget exactly. It's like you say, just like the tangents I go on. I'm like, I have no idea what I'm even talking about. That's how I felt on some of the Save A cast. I'm like, holy shit. Keep it together, man. Keep it fucking together. That's <laughs> so bad. Um, wait, why? So do you just not smoke weed at all? Yeah, I... Uh... 
I tried, not I tried, I did when I was younger, like a teenager, and it was fine, but uh, as I got older, I just, like, I get mad paranoia, you know? Mm-hmm. If I'm around friends, then I literally will be thinking the whole time, like, they are thinking that you are breathing funny, they think that you're laughing funny, they think that everything you're saying is so stupid right now, stop talking, and then... Even if I'm alone, I also just feel obviously not like extreme social paranoia, but just kind of similar anxiety feelings. So, uh, yeah, I just don't don't anymore. Yeah, that's uh, that's like kind of what's happening to me. Like I, I got pretty into like I would vape Delta Eight. It's just like the lesser version of weed, basically, and I would just vape it. So it was like little vape pens, but um. Yeah, over like it's over just like the past few months. I've just been having like really bad anxiety. So I literally have to just quit it completely. And so I've like not done it for I mean, I did it a little bit when I came to Oregon because there's literally a weed shop across the fucking street. And I was like, I need to go in there. <laughs> and so I went in there and I'm like, I can't just leave now. Like I need to buy, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I think I'm overly polite. So like, I need to buy something. So I got it. And I got so fucking high because I had no tolerance at that point. Oh, no, I was like seeing shit like in my room. And also, it was like, real weed, you know what I mean? And so like, I was inexperienced with like the potency of it. So I'm like, holy shit, like, I'm not used to this. And then it's like, almost every time I'm high, I just, during the high, I'm like, why am I high? Why did I do this? Like, what do you Yes, do? every time. It that's sucks. how I am too. It's like, literally, why did I do this? <laughs> if that's how you feel the whole time. You pr- and then you do it again, though. And it's like. It like never ends. It's like, when I'm not high, I just want to get high. And then when I'm high, I'm like, fuck, I just want to be sober. Like, why am I doing this to myself? Yeah. That's- so. I've, I've just that's had weird. to completely go cold turkey. And I'm just like, done with it. I think. Like, I'm not to the point of, like, extreme anxiety, so I think I'd still be fine in, like, a social setting doing it, but I just can't do it alone anymore. It's just not worth it for me. I'm just, this is so pointless. I feel like I'm I'm the opposite. I feel like most of the anxiety is social, but, like, mm. literally, I, I haven't smoked regularly since I was, like, a teenager. The last time I got high, I got my wisdom teeth taken out, and, uh, well, I got one wisdom tooth taken out, and I got some, like literally like five milligram edibles from the dispensary so nothing yeah and i literally i i took one the five milligram i was so fucking high watching you <laughs> i was watching Yu-Gi-Oh, and i got so high that i literally thought they changed the animation like changed like it was somehow like they remastered it or changed the animation style or it was like something that was that high and then literally the next like the next day or something i'm like oh they didn't i was just really high watching (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh. on a five milligram edible yeah do oh i mean edibles fuck me up like i used to be like cool with them but like it's like a different drug entirely like i and and i also just get super super lethargic and sleepy i'm just like oh i don't want to do anything i one time i did it was like 20 milligrams or something and I went for a walk and then like halfway through my walk, I started getting scared. <laughs> I was like, holy <laughs> shit, like somebody's gonna like run me over or like some something wrong is gonna happen. So I started like fast walking back home. <laughs> and then for some reason I was like, I feel like I'm really hungry. So I ordered DoorDash 
And then I just passed out. And so my food was sitting outside for like three or four hours. Oh no. <laughs> so I wake up and I'm like, did I order food? And I go out there, my my bur I ordered a burger and it's just like ice cold. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah. Oh no. Edibles are not a great experience for me. Um, okay, so <laughs> I guess let's <laughs> I guess let's introduce you a little bit. So um Scotizo, you are a recently partnered Twitch streamer. Um, big congrats, by the way. That's uh, amazing. Thank you. Thank you. you. Thank you. I literally woke up from a nap. And uh, when I saw the news, I pretty much jumped out of bed at like record speed. Uh, because the first time I got denied within like 20 hours. And uh, once it was past that 20 hours this time, I'm like, either they have more people they're waiting to approve or deny, or this could be good news. Yeah. And it was like it was like 28 hours later that I got it. Shit, that is so cool. That is such a good feeling, by the way. Anybody that's been partnered, like, it's just a magical feeling almost. It's like, it's just a stupid check mark, but in... I don't know. It just it's cool. It's a nice feeling to like have done something that you didn't think you could do. Because most, I feel like most Twitch partners don't ever think they could have gotten there at least that quickly, you know, or just they thought it would take so much longer. Yeah. So that's awesome. How does it? How did it like? I guess feel. And for those that don't know, how long have you been streaming? Because it's not been long at all. Uh, my first stream was on January sixth. Holy uh, shit. I streamed, I think, um, if I think it was 24 streams, and it was like 180 hours when I got partnered. You streamed but, 180 hours? Yeah. In less than a month, basically? I guess well, it was like a, oh, a, a month a little, and a half. Yeah. Jesus. I think I stream on average like maybe 30 to 35 hours a week. Okay. Yeah, for, <laughs> I just like look at myself like, oh shit, I've, I've lost it. I've... I've yeah, I've lost my fire. Um, so what made you start? This is actually one of the topics. I, I'm not even going to look through it because I'm just going to ask anyway. But what made you like start streaming? Because I swear you've been in the community for ever. Well, not forever, but you know what I mean? Like, mm, I think I started. Well, I wanted to start because mostly just because a lot of people told me that I should. Like, um, I've... Yeah, I've been a part of the community just doing, like, art and shit posting and whatever. And uh, I guess I just had people that were close to me, like Seth, Prison Joe, um, Jake C, you know, a bunch of other people that I know that all told me, like, oh, you should do it. Like, you're funny. You talk so much. Like, you should do it. You would you would like it. Um, and, yeah, I, I put it off for a literal months and months and months. I definitely milked it. And then... One day, like I literally worked on my OBS for like three months, just trying to delay the inevitable. And then one day, one day I finally just clicked live. Was it your plan to not go live? Like, was it your plan to like milk it or was it just anxiety or like, just like, uh, I don't know if I want to do this. To I not, think it was, it, it was like 80% like I just was, I was just nervous. And then like maybe 20% milking. Okay. <laughs> the milking paid off that's for sure it did it did there's something to be said about like just i don't know building hype around something even 
I don't know, just something about like people wanting you to do something and then just not immediately doing it, but kind of building the suspense a little bit. And also like you've stated, and I know other people have noticed, I mean, you didn't just stream like randomly without anybody knowing who you were. Like I even knew who you were just from Twitter, basically. Like not like I knew you, but I knew of you. And I feel like tons of people knew of you. And so going live with a name that's already familiar is like, it's just way better to do it that way than just to go live like I did. <laughs> it's like nobody has a fucking, well, I had a few people that knew who I was, but nothing like being super active on Twitter prior. I, yeah, I, I, I never planned on streaming when I was, I guess, like building my brand or whatever. Um, but the thought of going live without having any, pre-established like you know name in the in this in the social scene i guess that terrifies me like i don't think i could have ever done that a big props to anyone that does do that because i literally felt like i felt like nobody would know who i am and nobody was gonna watch i was very pleasantly surprised mm -hmm. but I can't imagine literally knowing no one having no friends in the community and just being like, yeah, I'm going to click live and uh, hope for the best. Like, I, I think that's dope. I don't think I could have done that though. It teaches you stuff. Like it, you, you go through some shit. That's for sure. <laughs> and, and it's like so many people experience it that way. It mainly because I don't know, like anybody that starts out content creation, most people at least, have no idea what they're getting themselves into. It just seems like, at least for me, I would see successful streamers that were like medium size, and I'm like, oh, that looks fucking awesome. Like just having a community and being able to just chat and play the game and, you know, make some money on, along the way, like that's like the dream. And so yeah. I, I didn't understand how you get to that point though, besides just streaming, you know what I mean? So Yeah. <clears throat> But yeah, you definitely did it the best way possible, which is just building a community sort of beforehand. So how is streaming? Do you, was it all you anticipated it being? Do, do you have, like, I don't know, what, what were the things you didn't expect from streaming that, I don't know. Um, The things I, I think it's it's pretty much close to what I expected. I feel like people are absolutely ruthless on a website like Twitter. So it's not like I was unprepared. Um, <laughs> I think <laughs> I would say that generally people are, uh, I would say people are generally like nicer than I expected. Um, just like the community I've built, you know, and the thing that I didn't expect, I guess, are the, the weird the weird insults that i do get from people and just a lot of i don't know there i feel like the people that are on twitch it's it's less than on twitter but the people that do weird things it really blows my mind like hmm. just uh the way some people act but in general i would say like everything's been going i guess how i expected I feel like I talk less than I thought I would, which I I've, I try not to let bother me. Yeah. Because uh, I feel like I am silent quite a fair bit, and that really bothered me at first. But then I realized, well, I, I guess people are still watching, so I probably don't need to change the fact that I'm silent and just like staring at the boss for a few minutes at a time. 
Yeah, it most of it I feel like at least with my streaming experience is it's all in my head. Like so much of it's in my head and especially if I have like the numbers pulled up, which I always do. I I never fully understood why people couldn't have their dashboard open. Like I I guess I kind of understand it. It can be like anxiety inducing seeing your numbers real time, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know. I think so much of it was in my head about like, I'm not talking enough or like, I need to be like funny right now, or I need to like do something entertaining where when I just watch, cause like I used to kind of like watch clips back or just like briefly watch a few of my VODs, which are very uncomfortable for me, by the way, I hate watching myself, but like, I Same. would just, I would just see it and I'm like, why it could, because I would like even see the moment. And I, I remember distinctly feeling a certain way, like, oh, I was really anxious right here but then i rewatch yeah. it and i'm like why, why was i anxious like everything's going fine you know what i mean <laughs> yeah that's weird it's like a mind game for me but it passed as well like it, i don't i don't think that way anymore it's i think it's just the pressure of starting out yeah i i think i think so uh i feel like i'm in a phase right now where i have a bit of like imposter syndrome so i am feeling that like quite a bit where it's like I, I honestly don't even know why people are really watching. And if I'm sitting here doing nothing, I'm silent. Am I even being entertaining? Why are they? Why? Why do the same people come back every stream again? You know. So I'm trying to like grow through that and be like, okay, obviously if people are staying, they're coming back. You are doing something. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing something, yep. and it's working. Yeah, you should smoke a blunt and see how those feelings just explode. Of <laughs> hell no, <nah. laughs> I smoke a blunt if I'm on stream. People are literally going to think I smoked crack or something. Like that would, the paranoia would just be um, all over the place. Yeah. Or I'd be dead silent and just staring, just staring at the monitor, <laughs> not moving for two hours. Yeah, well, I'm. I gotta say, so I've been watching your stream basically since I don't know the beginning sort of like i guess maybe like a week after i think i caught your stream but yeah i mean that you do a great job it's just because you're real like you're not trying to put on a show which a lot of people appreciate some people like the show for sure but like some people just want a place to chill where they feel comfortable and i i think you just make people feel like at ease you know you're not yeah you're not like I don't I don't know what it is. You know what I mean though when you go to a stream and you almost feel uncomfortable being there because the the person makes I don't know. But I know a, what I know what you mean. Yeah, just just like a over the top with the with things. I exactly. Guess. And it's just like a chill environment. Plus it's like degen hours. I actually want to ask about that. Like how long have you been on been on the degen schedule? Is that just like your life at this point? Uh I feel like I've always been a bit of a degen with my sleep schedule, like a night owl, but Probably for, shit, I don't know, close to like three years now or something. Um, I joined a RuneScape clan pretty much when I started playing. And most of the people were Australian. And uh, so the people I got close to, they, pretty much all of them are in Western Australia, which is like a... Like a... Like a 15-hour 15 hour time some, difference or something, something like that. Yeah. 14 hours um and so i i was used to basically like wake it was even more degen before because all my friends would get off of work when it was midnight here <laughs> and so a lot of the times i would literally wake up like at midnight 
Jesus and then Christ. start playing RuneScape. Yeah. Uh, so it's pretty much just evolved from that. Obviously, it's gone back a bit. Like I usually start streaming at like uh, nine or ten. Mm. Um, so I am less degen now, but it's just, yeah, I guess it's just from having friends all over the world, and I feel like it's also a good time slot. I don't really have to compete with very many people. Yeah, um, that's, that's for sure. So that's pretty much why I'm sticking with it. Yeah, there was something really nice about the degen time slot. I used to, I had a couple of years where I was just exactly like you, sort of just wake up at like 9 p.m. or something and just <laughs> go live overnight. That I really enjoy it. It's just, um, it would really fuck things up if I had anything planned for the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just, yeah. it would just make things uncomfortable. I'd be like super irritable and stuff if I had to wake up at like noon or something. Just like, oh my God. Like, I just want to go to sleep. That's why I just don't make plans. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would try to do, but I would inevitably have <laughs> something. And I'm just like, God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So let me ask, do you ever go through the cycle? Like, it's almost, ine- it was inevitable for me. I would go through these cycles where I would be on the degen schedule and then I would start sleeping twice a day. Like, I would have like a, a segment where I sleep for four hours and then I'm like up for like, you know eight hours and then I sleep for four hours again. Does that ever happen to you or are you just like pretty good on just sleeping once? Oh, I mean, I do that. I feel like pretty regularly, but like I've never, I've never really had a good sleep. Mm. Uh, like I, I never really sleep for more than like four hours at a time. Oh, okay. Uh, I think I slept for six today, which was like, I, I got a congratulations for sleeping for six hours today um i'll give you I don't a second know. I, thank you i i usually always just sleep for like yeah i would say at most six hours a lot of the times I'll, I'll sleep for like two hours and then wake up and then be up for a few more hours and then so on and so forth okay do, do you like suffer with like insomnia just in general like mm, i feel like i used to have it I used to struggle with it a lot more when I was younger. Um, I don't know what it is now. I feel like it's got maybe a little bit worse again as I'm gotten older. But I really, I've just never really been a fan of sleeping for long periods because I feel, I feel like a sense of guilt almost. Mm. Like, uh, like I feel like I'm wasting my life if I'm just sleeping a healthy amount of hours. Like, I feel like I, I, you know, you only have so much time in a day and I, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I'm wasting my life and my time, the precious time that I have if I'm sleeping. <laughs> I see. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I, I never regret having slept unless I sleep for like 12 plus hours and I'm like, shit, I'm a degen. I feel that way if I sleep for like eight hours. That yeah, that's crazy. Eight hours is like <laughs> bare minimum for me. Seriously, like to this day, I literally still sleep for like nine to ten hours a night. And but I sleep really well. I'm really lucky that I don't suffer with any anxiety, unless it's like self-induced, like tr- trying to be a DJ, you know, and drinking a shit ton of caffeine all the time. Yeah, but, yeah. Interesting. So. When did you start playing RuneScape? I guess like old school or just RuneScape in general. Did you play as a kid? Yeah, I I played when I was a kid, like the mini clip days. Hell yeah. Uh, Is that where you were introduced to it? 
Yeah, probably like I think it was summer 2004 when they added it. Dude, that is there. exactly when I started playing. <laughs> Shit. Okay. So so I was like I was like uh, nine years old, somewhere around there. I was, um, I was nine too. God damn it, the glory. My uh, I know right. My older brother, he's five years older than me, and like I grew up with just him. So pretty much all the things I liked when I was a kid was all just shit my older brother liked so i wasn't really a girly girl i was definitely like a tomboy and so shit like runescape that's what i fucked with and uh i played it just you know however long i played it as a kid i'm guessing on and off a couple years never anything like intense and then i picked it up again around it was like right when eoc came out um and i played it pretty regularly for probably like six months then i quit um and then after that, I didn't play again until mobile came out. And I would play mobile on the train when I would go to work. And then one day I just, like, decided to join a clan. Uh, found out what Runelight was, amongst a few other things. And then the game really just, like, opened up to me. Because before that, it was all just, like, you know, it was very casually playing. Yeah. When did you... I, I just have to ask. Did you... St- when did you start using f keys do you use f keys uh i i mean yes and no i have a 12 key mouse so i have f keys oh jesus okay on my mouse uh i only use a few of them though i use like inventory uh prayer and spells yeah yeah. Uh, uh i would say since i joined a clan like they all were like i guess on me because I had no idea. Like, I didn't know what Runelight was. I remember mm-hmm. Googling, like, is Runelight bannable? Uh, and so I think it was probably within a few months just because I had those clan members. But it was a few months into playing this account. I never did F keys when I was a kid or a teenager yeah. or anything like that. I guess that I part of the reason I ask is it, it sort of goes along with clients. It's like, seriously, this game feels so barren and like almost hard to play if you don't get used to like F keys and you don't get used to client plugins and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. I I felt limited when I used to play, like when I first got back into old school, like I didn't even play since uh, like 2007 or something. So getting back into it, I was still playing like a child. And then, <laughs> like, developing, like, like understanding, like, oh, this game has progressed. And, like, I can actually, you know, I don't know, just play the game smoother. Like, that that made the game experience way better. So, Yeah, I, I my mind was absolutely blown when I discovered Runelight. It's like, fucking amazing. It's so good. Have obviously, you... they've, they've put more stuff in the quality of life now in the base game. But, like, it's still Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, what is going on? Oh, how... Ha- do you ever play on mobile, by the way? Uh, sometimes on a, a very rare occasion, I'll play on mobile, like on my tablet or something. Um, but that's just if I'm doing some like super AI. very yeah. yeah. If I'm like running lap, like prif laps or something, mm-hmm. or just something very chill. Uh, like it's nice because with agility now they have the they have like true tile, then they have the agility highlight or whatever now mm-hmm. in the mobile yeah but um generally i would say no i do not like to play on mobile 
Yeah, I, I hate playing on mobile, but I think a lot of the reason was because I was playing when it like first came out. I actually got invited to one of the betas, like the first betas. And I oh, thought wow. it was like the fucking dopest thing ever because I was playing in <laughs> class, you know what I mean? Like on my phone. But it was so painful to play. But I, I'm i never on mobile, by the way. I think the last time was when I got my mole pet on mobile. I just was like, I'm going to go kill some giant mole on mobile in my bed. And I got the pet. But uh, yeah, it's amazing. Like they've actually done a lot to it. Like I'm, I'm actually impressed with how much work they've put into it. I, I wish they could just implement Runelight into it. I know that would just be probably still horrible because it's mobile but it'd be kind of fun. yeah hopefully they add stuff i mean i think it seems like it's kind of like the progress when they started adding runelight features that it was going kind of quick and it seems like it's slowed down a bit um just from what i've seen mm. I, I could be wrong but like i don't know no you're right it, like they they definitely just were pumping out stuff and now it just feels like tweaks here and there yeah, same with the the new client, like the actual RuneScape client or whatever, the one that's on Steam. I feel like there's not that much on there either, but oh, I yeah, don't know. That, I, thing, I, that thing's still barren, you're right. I think they maybe, I think maybe they were trying to push stuff out because they were going to ban clients and then maybe they were like uh this is a this is a war we're losing so why why dump all this time and resource into uh <laughs> yeah. our client when clearly rune light is what people want to use yeah oh okay I, I think i i think i misunderstood initially yeah um you're right there, it really is kind of pointless when you have rune light like why even try like, I literally wouldn't blame them if they had just never come out with any quality of life. As long as they're going to totally allow Runelight for everything. If, if they start, like, trying to ban things, like, dude, your game fucking sucks without this. What are you <laughs> trying to do? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what, yeah, I think that's probably what they were going to try to do. But I think, yeah, just probably time, resources, and the fact that no one wants to use the RuneScape client, even if they do add the stuff. Because Runelight's nice. It's open source. You know, people add shit all the time. Like... Mm -hmm. I, i'm guessing they probably were just like yeah we can focus on that later so you're pretty good at the game you got your uh little fang kit i saw that congrats thank you thank you i didn't want to do it but jake was like yeah yeah let's do it i'm, I'm really glad i did <laughs> jake's awesome he he is so fucking good at the game too i never when i first started watching his stream like years ago he just seemed like an average player, but he is actually so goddamn good now. And he makes it look so easy. He is fucking cracked. It's insane. <laughs> I know. He's insane. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, he loves the game and he plays it a ton. But, like, I'm glad that somebody that invests so much time in the game actually is really good. Like, it's cool to see. Yeah, I, I feel like I've never met anyone who loves RuneScape as much as Jake does, honestly. Oh, he... I know you're, you're totally right about that. Like just lives and breathes the game and is happy about it. He's like unapologetic too, you know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I feel, I, I wish I could have that feeling. <laughs> no. I feel like it feels like a chore, you know, <laughs> know. 90% of the time, but I know I'm st still addicted for some reason. Yeah. Let me actually ask. Cause you've clearly had like some burnouts. I mean, I guess, have you burnt out since discovering like rune light and everything? Oh, hell yeah. Okay, like big burnouts where you just like actually just... Uh, after... Okay, so after Next came out and it was Next and then Leagues 3 and I did I did like 
800 next before leagues three and then i did leagues three and i maxed on leagues three and i afterwards i was so upset because i got zero drops in that like 800 next which a lot of it was small teams and i didn't play for like a few months probably (laughs) i just started playing diablo instead um (laughs) I did like a season of Diablo, which that was even worse because I just get <laughs> I just get too obsessed playing that game. So I'm like, why am I doing this? I was just like, from the moment I woke up to the moment I went to bed, like I need to get rank. <laughs> so uh, I think that's probably the worst for now. Um, I feel like streaming, obviously, I'll probably get another one eventually, but I feel like streaming has kind of... Um, done the opposite where it's kind of ignited more of a desire to play the game surprisingly that's ha- that's good like i'm glad to hear that that tends to happen it just like i don't know i don't want to like project my own experience because that's exactly what i'm about to do but uh <laughs> it's like sometimes at least for me i, I would like sort of box myself into certain content and i i felt like i couldn't get out of it like i felt like i built up and ex- like a stream experience for my viewers where if I tried to do anything different on the game, people would just ask questions the whole stream. Like, why are you doing this? Why are you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I hate that shit. I didn't used to because I used to just be a total addict to this game. So it didn't even matter. But when like a burnout, ha- I'm currently in the burnout. I'm, I'm actually like seeing the light out of it, like the tunnel, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like seeing it. So I'm really happy about that. But, uh, yeah, when you're in that, it's like the last thing you want to do is just be questioned about why you're doing things in game. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, just let me. <laughs> you know yesterday, I mean? yesterday I was live. Okay, I was live for literally like eight minutes, right? And I, <laughs> a lot of the times, I'll start out with like corrupted gauntlet, yeah. just to warm up. I have it green logged, but like it's a good way to warm up the clicks. And someone literally like eight minutes in, I'm doing my first gauntlet. They're like, "Oh, taking a break from TOA." Oh my god! <laughs> it was just like. I have been live for eight minutes. I'm doing one gauntlet. Yeah. It's what? That. <laughs> it's that. That just pisses me off so bad. And it really shouldn't. It sh- I should just ignore it or just be like, okay, like this is how it is. But it's like, it's recurring. It's annoying. Yeah. I want to change up my uh, content a little bit. But I was, I was so scared for like that first... I mean, now now that I'm partnered, I keep saying, uh, oh, it's going to change when I'm partner. But I was so scared to change anything because I was like, I don't want the views to go down. Exactly. I don't want the engagement to go down, the follows. Like, I want to stay on this trajectory. So I will not change literally one thing that I'm doing until I get partnered. Yeah. yeah. And now I, now I have the freedom to, you know, switch things up. But I, I feel like I'm still, there's a part of me that doesn't want to let go, you know, like, I, yeah, I don't no, want right. to. I don't, I don't want to see things go down, but it's like I really shouldn't let that bother me. Yeah, especially if you're not fully enjoying it, because you know that it's it's not like it's just gonna like get any better. It's just gonna keep snowballing until eventually you do, and then you have almost resentment for it. Again, a lot of projection there, but <laughs> it's just yeah. Just I still I still love TUA. It's just when I when I you know. And being a uh, a bit of a silly a silly girl, and then plank. <laughs> uh, 
like five times and then everyone's telling me how bad I am and then I'm like, well, I got my fan kit first try. Do you have a fan kit? (laughs) (laughs) That's the only time I feel like I get a little uh, salty about it. Yeah. (laughs) Now that's that's cool. I'm I'm glad that uh, you you're enjoying the game for the most part and you you can enjoy it more on stream. That's good. Yeah. Um, clone clone yeah. helps. Clone helps definitely. I would not be. I would not be partnered. I would not be able to stream or do anything without the help of Mr. Purple Clone Hell and yeah. Jixie as well. Yeah, I don't know Purple Clone too well. I mean, I, he always says hi. He's a really nice guy, uh, but he does just seem like a lovely fellow. He he's literally the one of the most kind, sweet, you know, just amazing people I've ever met. I'm That's I'm so I'm his number one fan definitely. <laughs> I gotta say that is one of the absolute I I feel like in in these podcasts because I've done like so many now I just sometimes I feel like I go on the same topics (laughs) over now which is definitely the case but I feel like I almost lean more toward the negative the negatives of streaming where there are literally so many positives like one like you mentioned with purple clone like the viewers that are just the most wholesome people you've ever met ever and you're like how, like why are you here like how, why do you like me like you're you're too good for me almost you know what i mean a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah i have i have people like that where i'm like you i'm like you are so great and wonderful and like uh, perfect and <laughs> what like why 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 are you here yeah. <laughs> yeah. what are you doing shouldn't you have something better to do jesus christ yeah it's excuse me it's totally true like i have so many viewers where i'm like and and especially like after breaks and stuff that i've taken on stream and they're still there just like as if nothing happened and they're just all love and like support i'm like who are you like do are you like a a friend of mine low-key that you're just like not sharing and you already know like are you like my mom or something that was my first thought are you my mom (laughs) mom Are you trying to keep my views up right now? <laughs> That's what it feels like. <laughs> okay. Um, also, a little transition from RuneScape, I guess. I want to ask about your art background and just how you got into graphic design and Blender and stuff like that. I, I did watch uh, the first like hour and a half of your appearance uh, with Jake C. Um, that was on real real homie hour correct yeah okay just making sure i don't want to i knew it was but i didn't want to misspeak okay so i did hear about it a little bit but for the audience that maybe hasn't heard uh if you want to just go into a little bit of your background like have you always been artistic yeah i think i've always i've always been a bit of an artist like in different forms i suppose I I didn't really draw much um, as I got older because I felt like I was shit at drawing until I started doing digital art um, a few years ago. But I went to school for graphic design and I actually I was I I pleasantly surprised myself, I guess, by learning actual the techniques I needed to learn to apply to my art. I'm like, oh, shit, this is actually pretty good. Um, But yeah, I went to school for graphic design and then. One day, I don't even remember, I honestly don't remember what got me interested in Blender, but um, 
I saw it and was like, I've never worked with anything 3D. I took some, I took like 2D animation in college, um, never anything 3D, but I just started, I guess, fucking around with uh, 3D rendering. Before I did RuneScape, anything RuneScape, it was just uh, like really basic things. Like I would try to make like bottles and shapes and shit like that. And uh, then I moved on to RuneScape. Yeah. And I just, I didn't learn anything in school. It was all just, stuff that i looked up uh stack exchange and blender artists those two websites have literally taught me pretty much everything i've i've known but yeah i just tried to apply my i guess actual knowledge i got from school and apply that to working with blender and yeah i started making thumbnails for people and i guess it just kind of grew from there a lot of it a lot of my early work was literally a hundred percent learning experiences the entire time that's like the best way to go about it that's cool yeah so do you are you in school at all anymore do you have any plans to like continue like professionally with art or are you kind of like good just doing your own thing with it um i mean i i don't really i mean i really I was doing just thumbnails, like thumbnails and things like that for people is pretty much my only way I was making income. Like I didn't have a, like a job job, mm -hmm. um, wasn't making a whole lot of money, but enough that I could, you know, live and go to TwitchCon, which was nice. Um, but I've scaled it back quite a bit. I think art is still my number one outlet. Like, even though it's work, uh, doing thumbnails, things like that for people it still is like my number one creative outlet and the thing i enjoy doing the most so i want to continue doing it for forever you know i guess it just it just scaled back uh a lot at this point like i haven't been taking any new clients uh because i've been focusing on streaming so much but i definitely don't ever think i'm gonna stop that's cool I think that's just awesome to like have that as isn't that crazy like the time we live in that you can literally just do that you know like just have clients like in an unprofessional I mean I say unprofessional but just like in a relaxed environment of just being able to do something you love just so easy I don't know I just think it's cool that we live in the internet age and just can do shit like that I I, I need it because even before that before I went to school uh I've always been like self-employed. I have I haven't had an hourly job since I was probably like eighteen because I was a hairstylist and I would rent my own chair. Like I do not do well with having a boss. I need to wake up when I want to wake up, <laughs> come in whenever I want to come in, and make my own rules. So it's 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 absolutely wonderful, yeah, and it it fits in with I guess what I need. That's cool. Yeah, you're totally right about having a boss. Jesus Christ, I fucking hated having a boss <laughs> so much. I used to work. Same. I used to work at a Dollar Tree. Um, I would. I love that store. I mean, now it's like nothing in there is even a dollar anymore. It's like two bucks, basically. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was weird. Like growing up, Dollar Tree literally meant one dollar. Now it's like nothing in there is a dollar. Maybe like ten percent of it's a dollar. But, Back in my day. Yeah. Working. <laughs> I'm just surprised like it's still even called dollar store. Like clearly like we've like inflation and shit. Like just call it the two dollar store at this point. But um, yeah, I worked there and like holy shit. I, I had to wake up at like 3.30 to get there by 4.30 to like work in the warehouse and get everything 
4 like, 30 in the morning yeah and i only worked part-time like i would only go there for like six hours maybe four days a week but it was Fuck that. i still just absolutely hated it i'm like and and the worst part was is it wasn't like making money for myself it was literally making money to pay for school so it, and i didn't have like any vision with school you know what i mean <laughs> i was just doing it because my parents like I, it felt like something i needed to do you know but yeah yeah working Ugh. working and then having a boss just tell you what to do as if you're like a lesser human being you know what i mean a hundred percent i worked at xbox when i was younger wait what's that like you uh, worked at expo like i'm confused i did like i did like customer support oh okay it's so like actually like xbox like the video game console yeah okay um it was atrocious i can only it was imagine. awful i i had a great manager for such a long time and then i switched like he moved somewhere else so i got a new manager that fucking did not like me so i was so used to having a manager that i could literally text and it would be like hey can i not come in i'm i'm tired and he'd be mm -hmm. like yeah to a manager it's like you're like five minutes late like you're you're getting you know like a uh informal but still written warning basically oh, damn it yeah that's like obnoxious. absolutely no no slack whatsoever i worked there for like a year and a half and then um eventually i went to school for hair while a while after that when i left that job do you still know how to style hair yeah i mean i still do my own hair um i don't think i've gone to a hair salon i think the last time i got my hair done by anyone else was uh when i was working at a hair salon which i stopped when covid happened but i cut my own hair i color my own hair pretty much every single irl friend that i have I've done their hair. Um, I really like just doing bright, fun stuff. But I, I got kind of burnt out um, just because of my last job. I kind of realized I don't really like working with the the public, you know, doing a, doing a service on people, I yeah. guess, where they're right in front of you and it's anxiety and, you know, some people are just, you can't fucking please them no matter what, so... It burnt me out a bit, but I still I still have a passion for it, definitely. Yeah. How, do, do you mind sharing, like, a, a horrible experience? <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, asking about the horrible experience, but, like, I can only imagine how, uh, like, that sounds anxiety-inducing. Like, just having to do something for somebody on the spot right there, and they're paying for it. Like, Jesus. Uh, well, I worked in a really nice salon, like, right downtown. Um, and so the clients were definitely like wealthier people like the i charged way less than the owner of the salon she would charge i think 125 dollars for a haircut holy so it, it was a very high-end yeah. salon um but just the i guess the expectation of perfection where it's like obviously as a hairstylist you go get your hair done you're, you you want it to look good. Obviously, you don't want shit to be crooked. Like, when it's styled, it's going to look nice. Of course, that's what you expect. Which mm -hmm. would be something that I would always do. But, like, a lot of people also, I think, people that have issues with their own self-confidence, for example, like, say, I want my hair cut like this. They show a picture. You can cut that person's hair exactly like that. But because they're not happy with the way they look and their own appearance, mm. you can literally do it exactly how they want it. 
to the picture, but because they don't look like that picture that they showed you, they don't like it. And so they hate it because they don't like how themselves look, you know? So I think, I think people like that. And also just, I, I feel like I, uh, there was a lot of emotional labor that I had to deal with with uh, the owner. I-, I love her, but she was. It was it was tough for me. I had a lot of responsibilities and took care of a lot of stuff, and I felt like I was constantly. I don't know. Had to be there for her and like do a lot of stuff for her that it just. Mm. It got it got kind of draining. I had a boyfriend at the time, and I would literally like tell him. Can you come in? When you come in, can you tell? Can you like make up something? Like we, oh, we have to go. Like, like grab your stuff. Oh, like, uh, oh my god, I'm sorry. Because if I if he didn't, then it, like, yeah, I would I, I would I probably need to stay to help her with doing something or you know a favor or whatever. So it, it just got to be a lot. And as soon as COVID happened, I was like, fuck yeah, and I just never went back. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, no, like that sucks. It's always awkward when there's like that fine line of the like the person's not doing anything wrong, but you just feel on edge or you feel like you can't even communicate with them. You know what I mean? Like just having that, having the feeling of having to tell your boyfriend to make up something just to get out of something. Like that's a horrible experience, even though it's relatively like nothing, but it's ugh. Yeah, it's it's basically just like feeling feeling obligated. Like, it's not like I would be made to do anything, but if I didn't, and it's not even that she would guilt me, but I would just feel guilty. Yeah, that's not good. You know? So mm. it was just, yeah. Shit. Um, yeah. Oh, somebody, okay, actually, let me, like, find this topic. Uh, oh, yeah, so Ron Plays Games has a question. It's It's regarding <laughs> hair. <laughs> when are we going to see the next color streaks in your hair? Gotta ask. Well, I haven't done my uh, for anyone that watches. I haven't done my roots at all. They've been growing out a lot, uh, just because I've been giving my hair a break. Uh, pink is my favorite color. Anyone who also watches my streams, if they've seen the throwback e girl photo, that's the channel point redemption. You've seen that I used to have fully pink hair. <laughs> that was my go-to. Um, I planned on keeping the pink, but I did ask Ron what his favorite color was. He said blue. So we might see blue streaks, you know, some Skatizho Riz with the blue streaks. <laughs> Not sure, but that might happen eventually. Would you ever do yellow? I have done yellow. Oh, uh, really? I've done literally every color. I think when I was maybe in my ID, actually, uh, I need to get a new one. Actually, it's about to expire, but... My hair was literally, uh, one side was blue, one side was, I think, pink, and then in the front was, uh, like, yellow, purple. I don't even, I have, I've had my hair every single color. I, at one point, I had a rainbow. I've had, yeah, I think one of the wildest ones I had was when I used to just have the side of my head shaved, um, both sides. I have it shaved all the way underneath now as well, but the side that was shaved that would that I'd part my hair on it was completely like neon 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 yellow going into pink and then going into blue damn i'll see if <laughs> i insane. i think yeah. i i think i probably have a picture i'll need to see that do you want to pull it up on stream or just like later <laughs> yeah let me um 
Let me find it. Okay. I have this whole folder uh, that I, that's where I actually grab most of those pictures because I like to, <laughs> I like to save everything. Uh, I've had all of my phone pictures from every single phone I've ever had since Holy I was shit. probably fourteen. So do you um, ever like go through like do you ever have like a moments in the day where you're just like bored and you just like scroll through like photos? Oh yeah, all the time. I love it. Do you ever get um, like I don't know I I I kind of have the same thing like I have photos from twenty. 15 and whenever i look back there i almost get like depressed for some reason like it's like that those times are gone and never will come back you know like yeah i i I feel that i I feel that i feel that way sometimes too because i look back like I, i wouldn't change anything i'm very happy with the way i guess my life is going now but sometimes when i do look back at things i'm like holy shit like i was going out every weekend i had so many friends i was always doing so many new things you know and Mm. um obviously my life has changed a lot i pretty much just sit at home doing nothing now but uh i I still wouldn't change things i'm happy with the way it's turned out okay there's that it's sending to you right now okay (laughs) that's uh me and my best friend whole okay i get a pull this up one second I, i think i was 19 in this picture that is the brightest. I was not expecting a yellow that bright. I'll be honest. Like that's like neon. Is that like is that like yellow or green? It's like from the lighting. It's yellow, right? Yeah, it's neon. So that's yeah. All those colors were actually neon. Like if I was under a black light, they would shine in the black light. Damn, very, that's cool. Very very vibrant. My hair was so fucking fried though. What? I'm looking at is that, that picture. What is on your arm? <laughs> <laughs> it's candy fucking, how many wait that's all candy yeah holy shit like how how did you even lift your arm like that there's so much scrap on there it, was, it wasn't heavy it was fine <laughs> okay that looks sick though like that yeah that just looks like living life right there yeah uh, that's awesome that in that place at that show it was the the alcohol laws are more lax out in the middle of nowhere. I don't remember where that was. It might have been like Spokane or something. But uh, I you could the people you could get drinks and walk around the whole venue, even though it was like an like a sixteen plus venue. And so my best friend, she would get drinks and she'd be like, "Here, have some." And one of our friends actually got caught. Uh, he almost got thrown out, but. Uh, one of the people throwing it talked to like the bouncer or something because we were both like being degens and uh, <laughs> taking sips off of our friends' drinks while we were under twenty one. <laughs> yeah, that's that's an, oh. So would you ever get hair like that again? Uh, I, I mean that haircut or the hair color, just everything like that. Like, would you get that again? Probably not. I I had my hair short for my whole life until COVID happened. I decided to grow it out like. It's been the longest it's ever been in my whole life, literally, for the past few years now. Um, and I think I still like my shorter hair, but I realized I think other people like my hair longer more. So I guess it's just that weird feeling of like, I get so many compliments on it now. I don't want to do anything to it. But my hair is so black. Like, I don't color it. It's just jet black naturally. And it, it takes a lot to bleach it. It has to be pretty much white to do something that neon. So my yeah, hair was so, say. it was so fucking fried and I, I, I can't do that. Like the, the front of my hair right now being pink, 
even that alone is just the damage that's on it. It's nowhere near as bad, especially because since mm. I was a hairstylist, I actually know what to do and the products to use, you know, to, I guess, ease the damage. But I don't think I could, I don't think I could do it again because I just, I like my hair being healthy now. <laughs> I'm too used to it being healthy. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm just curious because I feel like I've, I feel like I'm in a good place where I can keep my hair healthy. Like, I'm a dude, so my hair is, like, getting, you know, thinner over, like, every freaking year, which sucks. But, like, uh, what would you suggest for people? I know this is just completely <laughs> off topic. <laughs> what would you suggest for, like, optimal hair health? Like, the, the reason I ask is because I've heard I, – I, I feel like I've never seen any science about it. It's just, like, all, you know, just, like, bro science, sort of, of, like, never shampoo or, like – if you shampoo every day, like your hair is gonna like become shit. You should you should not shampoo every day. That is true. Okay, so that that's terrible for your hair. So why is it terrible? So even if uh, let me ask this because, um, like why is it terrible? Is it just because it dries it out? Yeah. So what happens when you shampoo every day? What you're doing is you're stripping that the natural protective oils off of your scalp and off mm -hmm. of your hair. And obviously you put conditioner on and that replaces some of those oils, but you're drying out your scalp so much. That's why people's hair will get greasy in like a day is because your scalp is so deprived of moisture that it's overproducing oil at like an obscene amount to try to compensate for the dryness. Mm. Um, so, I mean, pretty much what I would recommend to everyone is try not to wash your hair a lot like it's going to be greasy for a while but like every three days is a good amount i guess don't buy shit from the grocery store you can go to ulta and get like professional shampoo and conditioner for cheap i use stuff that's like paraben sulfate free so it doesn't get sudsy um but i have curly hair it's really coarse so it's it's definitely better for someone like me but i think just not shampooing every day and Try not to buy shit from the grocery stores is probably the best advice to give to most people. So can you condition every day? Yeah, absolutely. If you want to condition, you can every day. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't do that because I don't wet my hair every day. I usually flat iron it, so that would just be obscene. I would have to blow dry it and flat iron it every day, which mm. would fry the shit out of it. But yeah, you can do like conditioner every day. You just want to put it on your ends and kind of stay off the scalp. Interesting. So conditioning your scalp would have a negative effect? It wouldn't have a negative effect, but it would make it, you know, it'd, it'd probably get greasy faster. Okay. Like when you shampoo, you should really only do your scalp, not the length of your hair. And then it's the opposite with conditioning. Interesting. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I wonder because uh, like I also heard of these things. Like I actually tried to do no washing my hair at all for two weeks. I, that was like the goal was like, just don't wash my hair for two weeks just to see like what happens if I could just, you know, and I made it like a week, I made it like eight days or something. And I was just like, this is so gross. And I think part of it was like, because I'd also go out in the hot sun and walk and I'd just be get like super fucking sweaty. And so going in, it's just like, I feel like I need to shower. Like I can see for like a sedentary lifestyle or just like not doing vigorous exercise where you're actually just smelly and sweaty it you would could work, still but... you could still just do water like for people that work out a lot it's like oh i need to shampoo my hair every day because i get sweaty mm -hmm. you can still just use water and you can scrub your scalp with water you know it's it's gonna get it clean you just don't want to be shampooing every day okay 
Interesting. Well, thanks. <laughs> if, if you want any other hair advice, the DMs are always open. <laughs> okay. I can give you product recommendations, whatever you need. Yeah, actually, I actually would want to see um, if I'll reach out to you after the stream because I, I I'll show you. I just want to show you what I what I use for shampoo and conditioning. You can judge it. You can judge it based on the ingredients. <laughs> All right. Um, Okay, so here's a few topics from West Ham, and I, these are actually good. Um, you know what? Shout out to fucking West Ham for just no, like... No, don't shout him out. His are, his are generic. They're so <laughs> generic. No, I told him, like, you asked the most low effort questions. They are low effort, but I still I still appreciate them because uh, I'm curious. I guess it's, it's a selfish thing. I want to hear about it. But you, you know what? Now that I'm looking at it, I'm going to take back the crazy shout out. I'm just going to give, like, a medium shout out to him. You're right. <laughs> okay, so he asks plans for the future on Twitch. And you know what? I'm going to help him out on this one. I'm going to narrow it down a little bit. Plans for um like, well, I guess I'm bar barely narrowing it, but like how do I say this? I guess I'll just keep it brief. Like plans for this year, I guess, but also plans for do you have any plans for like maybe drifting off of RuneScape or is RuneScape the reason you want to stream? And I know it's um, like so early in your streaming thing. It's probably not even, I don't know. Anyway. Um, I definitely would like to change up things a bit. I was thinking, I still haven't actually came up with the full on plan yet. Um, but I do have like a UIM. I need to start playing again. Uh, what I was thinking about changing things would be still do my raids because that's that's just my favorite thing to do in the game it has been for uh i don't know maybe a, a year and a half close to two years or something i i only did chambers back then before toa but like I, i've always loved doing raids but i think i would like to mix it up with um maybe doing like uim stuff in raids or doing like a group iron man um i was talking to clone about doing one with him i think that would be really fun uh other than that, I would like to maybe do some art streams uh, just with like Blender. I have a lot of people always asking me about that. And uh, with other games, I was thinking about maybe doing one day a week, for example, where I could do something like art or I can play another game. I definitely think I want to keep the focus on RuneScape just because that's the community I know. And I feel like, I guess... I feel like the people that I want to to watch me if I play another game is still the same community, you know. Like You're if right. I play yeah. if I play Borderlands or Diablo or something, it's it's not necessarily that I want to capture people from the Diablo community. <laughs> I want it to be the same community that I've been building. That's okay with variety. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that's interesting. It's so interesting because I feel like almost everyone kind of feels that way. You just want to have variety, but you don't even want to meet new people. <laughs> you just want to like do the same people. It's not that, it's not that I want to don't. It's not that I don't want to meet new people. But it's, it's like just that's like, not the that's not the goal at all. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, that's just, that's what I meant. Just doing something a little bit different, just so it feels a little, I guess, uh, less monotonous. Which yeah. I don't I don't feel that way at all now, but I'm sure I will eventually. So I think it would be. Um, a cool thing to do i've just been doing I, I do art streams sometimes now on the discord but i think maybe eventually i'd like to do them on stream 
Do you have any plans for YouTube? I, I do have a YouTube. I only have one video on there right now. Um, well, one public video. My first ever YouTube video was something that uh, Guns Chili actually paid me to make for him. Um, he just wanted me to kind of go over my process and show him how I make things like clothes. And so I made a video for him and then I gave him the file. Uh, I don't know if you follow or like are into his stuff, but he has this like sweatshirt, like this hoodie that his character is wearing now. And that's something that I made for him. Oh, that's um, sick. But public stuff, I have one video up where it's the full process of uh, making some clothes for my RuneScape character and then posing it, rendering it, doing all the post-processing. Um, so I'd like to do probably more art stuff. I was thinking about like, maybe I could try to do some actual content. Uh, but I think with what I'm doing right now on stream, I don't really feel like there's much content there unless it was just, unless I made like shorts or something like mm -hmm. watch me, watch me die a bunch and, uh, <laughs> and rage, you know, or yeah. like watch me get no purples. So I think I think maybe if I do like the group Iron Man or when I start on the UIM, I could maybe do some YouTube. Um, it's definitely something I would like to get into. I just don't really have a vision for it yet. Yeah, that's fair. Well, I'm going to if you don't mind, I'm going to have it linked in the description. So I'll just remind people right now. Go down in the description and follow Scotizo on all our socials. I'll have our Twitch, Twitter and YouTube there. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay, um, pros, <laughs> you know what, the more I'm reading this, you're totally fucking right, god damn it, these are really <laughs> generic. <laughs> That's what I told him, I was like, come up with something better, and he's like, I can't think of anything. I just liked it because it seemed like all-encompassing, sort of, but <laughs> yeah, you're right. Pros and cons with streaming, we've already sort of talked about this just briefly, but I actually want to, I guess, go a little bit deeper, so yeah, what, what are like the best things and I, I guess i'll kind of just narrow it down a little bit by saying best things you didn't anticipate and then the worst things. <laughs> you know what let's not do the the absolute worst things but you can name a few cons because there's some shit on twitch pros uh well i one of them that i wasn't necessarily expecting i, I was thinking when i would start streaming that i would play the game out of i guess obligation but mm. I was pleasantly surprised with the fact that I feel like it has genuinely made me enjoy the game more. Um, I think also other pros, just the fact that I feel like I've really started, I, I feel like I've really built a community in such a short amount of time. Like people, the regulars I see every stream that are always rooting for me, always in the Discord, always chatting. Um, I, I really just, I guess, wasn't expecting to build such a community of people I've never met. I was thinking, oh, my regulars will be people that I already knew yeah. from being a chatter on Twitter. But there's so many people that I'd never talked to before I started streaming that are just fucking amazing. And I'm like, where did you come from? Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think those two things are probably the biggest pros that are, I guess, things I didn't expect. Pros of things I did expect. Um, I mean, of course, it's awesome that I'm like, wow, Instead of wasting all of my time playing RuneScape and getting nothing for it, I can waste all my time playing RuneScape and make money for it. So that's pretty cool. Uh -huh. That's a pretty cool pro. <laughs> it is. Uh, and then with cons, um, 
I think... I feel like there honestly hasn't really been very many cons. Um, thankfully, I feel like most of the things that people say to me that are negative, I've kind of taken the attitude that it's like, I thought about it one day and it kind of blew my mind, even though it was so obvious that I was like, okay, in my whole life as a woman, I've never had someone say something mean to me for no reason that was like an attractive person. Yep. Do you know what I mean? No, you're like, you're a hundred percent right. No one who's like hot and like well-adjusted, successful, even just not even just that, even just hot. I've never had someone rip on me or my appearance for no reason that was attractive. Not once. So that has made me, I guess, be able to deflect uh, the negatives that, you know, happen, which it's 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 not common at all that people say things like that. Um, but I just pretty much let that stuff roll off of me 99.999% of the time. Uh, other cons, I mean, the only other con I can really think of is, uh, I guess, occasionally being made uncomfortable by people, I guess, overstepping yeah. boundaries. Yep. But I feel like I, I'm in my Discord server 24-7. Most of the time after stream, we'll watch TV in there for like six hours. Jesus. And uh, it, we love watching trash TV. We've watched like <laughs> Too Hot to Handle. Uh, uh, what, what the fuck else? The, what's it? The Blind... What is it called? The, uh, the show where they can't see each other and they have to get married. I, I don't. Um, I, I haven't watched it. I'm assuming something blind dating or something. The I've blind, no the whatever the fuck it's called. They 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 have to talk through like these pods and then they decide if they want to get married. Mm. Uh, that show just shows like that. It's it's really. I feel like because I'm so active in that in my community in that way that people really don't overstep because they don't. I guess feel the need to reach out to me privately when I I'm pretty much always available. Yeah. Um, I would say those, those are pretty much the only cons and they haven't really been anything major. I would say generally it's, it's been a very positive experience and 99.9% of the people that are there are very respectful and, um, are cool. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You're right though. I mean, I've, I've had a few women on the cast and just like streamers and talking about like, and I've been in, you know, a girl's stream where just like fucking weirdos just say and ask the weirdest shit. I'm like, dude, what is wrong with you? Like I get uncomfortable to the point where I need to leave the stream almost. I'm just like, I, I don't even, I don't even want to see where this goes basically. So I feel bad in a way because of how many like incels there are just online in general. And the fact that like just the anonymity of it all, like that you don't have, don't have to suffer like the consequences of your actions or like the way you behave on Twitch. It's just like, yeah, it's bad. I mean, even as a guy, it, it happens of just like being totally bullied. But like you said earlier, like nobody that has a healthy like relationship with themselves or just like are in a good place in life in general would ever do something like so horrible to another person just like anonymously you know what i mean yeah a hundred percent like it's it, 
people yeah people people can be a little bit silly but at the end of the day i would say it's mostly okay i think i'm also such a opinionated person um like in the fact that i i speak my mind and i'm not passive about that kind of stuff that i think that will i think what i think that does is the people that might be like habitual line steppers they don't really stick around for long Mm -hmm. because i will tell someone like you are making me uncomfortable stop and if they don't stop then i just ban them you know yeah that's good just yeah okay um proudest achievement (laughs) proudest (laughs) west ham these questions my proudest achievement uh probably i mean just probably getting partner if it's like stream related i would say my proudest achievement is putting in the hours which of course significantly less than a lot of people so i don't mean to say that in a way that undermines people that worked a lot harder than me but I guess just sticking to something, putting in the hours, putting in the time, investing myself into it, and then getting partner was... It's its definitely the fucking coolest thing that I can think of that I've done in a very long time, if not ever. <laughs> and now when you go to TwitchCon, you can have your little partner badge. I know. Literally last year, I went there... Well, I wasn't even thinking I was going to be able to go into the con because I was banned at the time. <laughs> and uh You were banned on Twitch? Oh, I was I was per my P band. What the fuck? Okay, do, do you want to go into this? Yeah, yes, <laughs> I, I didn't. About it? Okay. Yes, I didn't do anything wrong. I oh, think okay. that's that's why I, I, I guess I'm like holy shit. There's partnered. a dark side. Like no, like, there's not a dark okay. side. So you know how like Noble has gotten banned multiple times because yeah, clearly but he there's has a someone dark side. that. No, I'm kidding. Yes, but yeah, clearly yeah. there's someone that reports in his stream. Oh yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, one day his internet went out. And I jokingly was like, lol, it was me. And someone reported that, and I got perm IP banned for violent threats and DDoSing. What the fuck? And then they banned my other account for ban evasion. And uh, so it was Holy about... Shit. It, it was close to two months. I was, I was on Twitch on a VPN <laughs> on another account. Yeah. After about like a month and a half, they denied the appeal on skatizo oh my and I was, god i was like uh what the fuck i was i felt so upset defeated like just completely dejected i was really upset and then uh i got an email one day this is like literally a few days before twitchcon i got an email that was like so and so is live and i'm like what like why am i getting an email when for one i had those turned off for two my account's literally banned like that's rude twitch but i go and I, i'm like wait it says Skatizho. So apparently when you get banned and then you get unbanned, it resets things like your contact preferences. And so the only reason I know uh, that I knew I got unbanned was because I got that email. So I went and logged in, was unbanned. So was my other account. And this was literally like a week before TwitchCon. And I wouldn't have been able to go otherwise because your ticket is tied to your account. Holy and if you're, perm, if yeah. you're perm banned, you can't go. So, yeah, that was the story of how I got perm IP banned and then I got unbanned. That is, it, it reminds me of, like, the early days of RuneScape where you would just, like, say something really stupid 
you know, just like something a little a little bit edgy and you would just get muted like permanently basically or just banned. Like they never do that in RuneScape anymore. It's, I swear people can just do anything they want and, unless it's like absolutely on the front page of Reddit and everything. And even then sometimes and we even saw it with uh, Hannity's like situation of McKee or whatever. Th that guy did get full on banned though I mean, in the he past did like now, I think after, we, yeah. after six, seven six months. Six months, yeah. yeah. But you see that, like, but you're right. Like, Twitch has, like, zero tolerance with that shit. Like, some guy, who was it? There was some guy that just literally pretended he was, like, I'm 13 in May. You know, like, that little stupid joke people would say where you're just, like, pretending to be a kid. And he yeah. literally just said something. And he got banned because you're not allowed to be on Twitch until you're, like, 13 or something. And yeah, so don't just, say you're 12. Don't yeah, say don't, you're 12. Don't lie about your age. Like, if you're underage at all, like, just don't. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, that's, yeah, but that's, I'm really sorry to hear about it. That sounds, like, absolutely awful, especially to have your appeal denied initially. Like, Jesus, what are they thinking? The only reason they uh, they they did it is because, like, so in the in the appeal on the Skatizo account, my appeal was really, like, short. I was like, what? I didn't do anything wrong. But on the second account that they banned, I actually put, like, a very long explanation as to, like, mm. clearly I wasn't, clearly i didn't do anything wrong like this person's my friend like i was in the chat for the rest of the night you can read it and see that it was like clearly a positive interaction like it was a joke um so and so like the reason why i used this account was because i was on you know wrongfully banned and yeah so they they unbanned that one then they unbanned skatizo and yeah so because they already denied the appeal i didn't get the email on that one and yeah i just got the notification that was like so and so is live and uh it was a very wild experience. I'm very glad yeah. that it's over. I was very worried about like you're gonna have to you're gonna have to rebrand everything. Like you can't be Skatizo anymore. Yeah, but, uh, that's, that sounds awful. I'm sorry. How it's was, all over now. Yeah. So so how was TwitchCon? I know in the uh, real homie hour, you were just saying how that was like one of the best weeks of your life. Basically, just how much fun it was. Oh yeah, absolutely. Just meeting everyone. All the experiences I had, I met I met so many new people as well, but like it it truly was incredible. Like I spent I spent like ninety percent of the time with Jake. We get along so well. Um did a lot of stuff at the based house and then also went to like the homie house and then we even went to the PK house one night. That was pretty fun. I met Abyss, Vank, all of them. That's cool. I, I really like Abyss. Me and him yeah, get he, along really well. I know. It, it's weird because, you know, there's like that weird sentiment in the OSRS community where like PK are bad, you know, almost like it, not really that way. But you know what I mean? We're just like a separate community almost. Well, and also, I think the the personas that people play up, you know, on yeah, you kind of need to. That, that's yeah, exactly. But no, I've, I, I actually really enjoy Abyss's streams and like. Yeah, he just seems like a really chill dude, to be honest. <laughs> Even though, he, like, you know, he it's not like my stream style, like the baiting of subs and all that stuff. I mean, I still bait my own <laughs> subs. But, like, you know what I mean? But I could imagine meeting him in real life would be really cool. And Someone all those guys, too. And I'll ban Seder right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, like, Eli? Like, Eli's, like, I had him on the cast, and he's just, like, the most chill dude ever. And I'm like, you just don't. I don't know. I think it's on me for just not ha having participated in the PK community much because I just don't know everybody in there. And I just, 
it feels weird when you're not a PK or yourself to kind of like get invested in it. But yeah, like all I'm, those guys I'm not, are cool. I, I'm not a PKer either, and literally, so before TwitchCon, the only PKer I watched was Ditter, mm -hmm. um, which I don't even know how we became friends, but he was the only one I watched, and that's just because I I love him as a person and. So yeah, after that, after TwitchCon, I'm like, okay, yeah, I met Eli, I met Abyss, I met Vank, a few other people. Um, then I started watching them. But yeah, it's Abyss is such a sweetheart. He literally asked, anytime they go and like travel or they're going to do something, he's like, yo, Skatiso, come through. We're going to be here. You should come stay. We should hang out. Or he's always like, next time we throw a party, like you need to come because it's only a few hour flight. That's um, cool. Yeah, he's he's a friendly guy. He, when I watched that video, I I know uh, Seth like uploaded his video onto like his whole experience with TwitchCon and like seeing that video of like Ignoble and him making up. <laughs> like, it's, it's just like I was like, Abyss is a fucking cool guy. Like the fact that he's just like so chill about it because I heard about like the drama that went down. Like obviously it's just completely past at this point. Nobody cares. But just seeing that, I was like, yeah, he seems pretty chill. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, apparently Vank is pretty chill too. I mean, he definitely, like, just based off of his stream, just like the loudness and everything, it's just like kind of hard to, <laughs> like, oh, a complete. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A complete 180. He, <laughs> I, I feel like he is very aggressive on stream. I know. I know. Uh, but he, I, he was, I feel like he was like pretty quiet. And um, yeah, just very, very friendly guy. Very, very friendly. <laughs> yeah, he seemed, he's. I think okay, so I have a. F when I first started streaming, there was a guy named Troll Rage who was one of my viewers, and he used to stream as well. And I just remember um, being in his stream, and then I saw Vancouver 07, that was his name at the time, like in his chat, and he was like the most lovely dude ever. And then I remember watching <laughs> his stream like later, I was like, "Is this the same guy? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, this is not what I imagined." But it really is just kind of like the persona that you kind of need to put on to like. I don't know, make an entertaining stream. And if you if you put yourself in there, it kind of ends up being your stream persona. You know what I mean? Yeah, it yeah, mean definitely. That's how you act in real life. The PKers are rowdy. I feel like you got to have a little bit Hella of edge rowdy. to, yeah. to no, keep them uh, in check. You're totally right. I want to, I really want to get Ditter on the cast. I really want to, I, I mean, I want to meet everybody in, in person at this point. But like, I think Ditter is like a, just one of the wildest dudes ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> He's crazy.
he he was so low-key at twitchcon because he had lost his passport and everything yeah holy shit and, and the night i met him he like smoked too much weed so he was just like silent the whole time oh fuck did he seem like sad or something yes he was quiet oh. and very sad the entire time damn he he is he is lovely though even though he's a child i can't believe he's like 21 dude we isn't west ham also like 21 or 22 west or something Ham's 22 yeah didn't well, he just turn 22 or something yeah like i i just feel like everyone's kind of like my age like 26 27 28 ish and then when i oh, hear 100%. These, then when i see these i'm like what the fuck you're like a baby it's like, why do you play this game? You didn't. You didn't <laughs> play this game in two thousand four during the. Like, I literally wonder at that. It's like when you were a kid, you had such better games to play. Why do? You, why is this your your game? It's it's it. It must be something with like the older siblings or like a an older friend that you know you just wanted to look up to. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. No, I I fucking love West Ham. West Ham's a good ass guy. I would love to meet meet him. <clears throat> He, uh, the story of how I guess we have gotten so close is a little silly. Um, I can share that. So share, I, it, share it. Let's hear it. I was, this is uh, pretty recently. I was just in my stream and someone comes in there and is like, hey, um, West Ham, he said something like West Ham likes you or West Ham thinks you're cute or something <laughs> like that. And I was like, huh? And then um, I, I repeated it back to him, like, "Well, what? Do, I'm like, what? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, oh, West Ham? I heard that you think that I'm cute. You know, look, <laughs> looking right at the camera, knowing that that it would be clipped. Oh and then, God. so that person clipped it, went, sent the clip to West Ham in his stream, and then he raided me that night. And so ever since then, everyone has just um. That's just constant. Any stream, pretty much, I go to if I'm in like Dino stream, Perp stream, yeah. uh, Skidler stream. Literally anyone that knows both of us, it's like it's pretty much just a, a conversation about me and him dating. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I go into a stream and I swear every time I pop in, there's something, something that has to do with you or just the fact that like, hey, West Ham, why are you always just in girls' streams? Like, what, what's up with that, man? Like, why don't you hang out with the homies? <laughs> He is always in my stream. He has like he has like almost three days watch time. I'm pretty sure, and we've known each other for a couple weeks. So, yeah, oh, that's funny. The thing is, he takes it so well. You know, like he, I don't know, he, I don't know. I, I, I just love the guy. I think he's awesome. I think he he has a great stream too. Even even though he pretends to be British, he's cool. Yeah, does he pretend to be British? What do you mean by he, that? Well, he's Swedish. I know, but. I, oh, I've never noticed him trying to be British. Is, well, his accent. What do you mean? He talks. Is, is that it? Like, I, I honestly can't. I've never noticed that. Maybe it's just because I'm on the culture and I just don't care. But Well, have you ever heard, like, a, most people who are Swedish speak English? Like, have you ever listened to, like, Opie's stream? Uh, I'm, like, try, no, I have, I'm, I'm not imagining Opie's stream, but I'm imagining somebody that's Swedish talking. I don't know. I guess you're right. Like, he, do, he definitely doesn't talk Swedish. You're right. But I never connected like him trying to sound british well he says he claims it's from his internet friends growing up but i just like mm. to make fun of him and just tell him that uh he's pretending to be british that's funny <laughs> um would you ever go to like a rune fest 
or do you like more like local things in the states oh yeah 100 percent. if they had it this year i would so go i think i might go to twitchcon paris I, i'm at least going to vegas but i would definitely a million times go to runefest i wish it was happening this year sad yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited to go to these things. I I think are, are you gonna go now? Well, I don't know if I'm gonna go to Paris, but I'm definitely gonna try to make it to Las Vegas. I I don't have any like plans set yet, but th- those are things I want to do now. Gonna try to make it. We have eight months to plan it. It's I, like a it's it's like a two hour flight. Come I on. Know. No, no, I'm saying like I will go, but me I I'd be lying by saying I have plans because I don't have an actual plan yet. Like I just haven't made any plans but i do want to go and i will go i just again don't have plans right now mainly because it was just like i don't know so busy with the move and everything like that i get really wrapped up in my mind about certain things like it overwhelms me and so i can't think of it's hard for me to think of like new things when i'm so invested in something that's currently going on in my life like moving across the country back home and like living on my own was like stressful for me because i just haven't ever done it and like the last thing i'm thinking of is like oh let's start planning for this it's like i i need to get my life together first you know i'm i'm the same way i feel like i i'll fixate on a goal and like that'll be the only thing i think of until i'm satisfied with it i guess yeah i'm i'm going to the based uh cabins in tennessee though this april which i'm so excited because i've never had any meetup yet besides with like i ryan who is one of my viewers and he lived in alabama when i was out there and he 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 made an effort to come visit and so we like hung out and stuff but i've just never been i mean i'm extremely introverted but i was also like not I don't know. When you're like a total degen, it's sometimes kind of embarrassing to like go meet people when you're not at your best you know, you're just like, oh, yeah, 100 percent. So that's how I kind of felt for at least a couple years of just like, Ugh, I don't want to go meet people and then think, I, I don't know. It's just something about that. Like, I don't I don't want to meet people when I'm not at my best or when I'm not like, you know, at a point where I want to just. I spent a lot of time prepping before TwitchCon to make sure I was happy. I, I didn't... Okay, I'm like a, a soda addict. Like, I love drinking Coke. It's my mm-hmm. favorite. I didn't drink it for literally, like, two months because I was whitening my teeth constantly <laughs> all the way up until TwitchCon. Like, yeah. I, w- I, was ve- I was very committed That's, to, like... Yeah. I wanted to look my best. I wanted to feel my <laughs> yeah. best. That's exactly... I'm, like, I'm debuting myself in real life to all of my internet friends it gotta look good that's exactly how i feel it's because and then the worst thing is is like it would be fine to go meet everybody for the first time if i'm not my best if i don't feel like i'm in i'm working on being my best you know what i mean like oh like whatever i'm this is who i am at this point but i knew i could be better yeah just with everything like just getting in shape as well because i like i had i had completely gotten out of the habit of like exercising for years when i first started streaming and just that alone put me like lower mentally and stuff and so i just needed to improve myself a little bit yeah 100 percent. but i'm i will definitely be going to twitchcon i just i just want to meet everybody now like that's all i want to do west west ham is literally going and that's like a 20 hour flight so you have to go if west ham's going i'm going I'll, i'll hang out with west ham 
yeah he 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 already he's going also to that music festival thing the when we were young which made me laugh so hard because i'm like i saw all of these bands when you were like six <laughs> for like 30 dollars at warp tour oh my god and like i have the i have this pair of shorts that i got at warp tour 2008 and i literally was like west ham i wore shorts last week that i got when you were eight years old <laughs> You should just base every like every major event in your life off of how old West Ham was. <laughs> That's pretty much what I do. Yeah, it's hilarious. Oh he's, my god, uh, he's he's my little iPad kid, you know. So you're tw- you're 27, right? Yeah, I'll be 28 in a month. Nice. Isn't that crazy? Like approaching 30, because I'm also approaching 30. My birthday's in June. I'm turning 28 then. I feel like it's. It's it's kind of wild, but also like I feel like the older I've got, the I feel like my um I guess my self worth has improved the older I've got. So I feel like because of that, I've got less worried about um age. Obviously, with like being a woman, it's uh. The way society, the way society acts, is like women expire after the age of like twenty six, mm. and uh, you know, I don't want kids or anything like that. So to me, it's like, according to like the creeps of the world, I've I've already expired and failed myself as a woman because I'm not married with kids or don't want to do that. So like, well, it's a good thing you're not trying to impress creeps. Exactly. So it's like at that at this point, it's like. I just don't even let those kind of thoughts creep into my mind. You know, I feel yeah. more confident than I ever have and like the way I look. So pretty much to me, it's like, oh, shit, I am kind of getting old, but it's not really anything negative. Yeah, that's good. I'm I'm happy to hear that. Uh, yeah, I, I just lost my train of thought. There was something you said that I was going to go off of. But oh, I wanted to ask, like, why? I mean, if this if you don't mind responding to it, why don't you want to have kids? I am just, there's a whole lot of reasons. If we ignore things like money, like say I was extremely wealthy and could give my kids anything that, you know, they'd ever want and need. I just, I feel like, well, just for selfish reasons for one, I like the way I look. I would never want to be pregnant. I just, ugh, ugh. <laughs> I like the way I look. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't, you know, it, it does stuff to your body. Oh, yeah. To be vain, you know, and then also just like, I feel like I grew up, I love my parents, but um, I felt like growing up a lot was tough and I struggled a lot with like depression from a very young age. Mm. So I just feel like, uh, I, I felt like when I was younger, I always felt like I ne- like oh I never asked to be born, not to be like dramatic or anything. Yeah, yeah. That's how I felt. So to me, it's just like I I, I wouldn't want to do that to somebody else, you know. Like if they mm-hmm. ever feel if they ever felt that way, yeah, for uh, sure. then it, it just it just wouldn't feel right to me. And um, I think I'm just a very like I don't want to say like a, a self centered person, but you know I I do put myself first. And uh, which I think is important for your mental health to make sure you put yourself first. And I just don't really have an interest in um, putting other people's needs before mine completely. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, for sure. We 
talked bri- just for those listening like we talked briefly about like mushrooms before we actually started the recording i'm like curious i'm i'm curious only because i'm like relatively new to have done any sort of psychedelic and when i did it i feel like it helped me realize a lot of my childhood like it, it allowed me to like dig deep into the reasons why i felt like depressed or i felt like I don't know, guilty about certain things in my childhood. So I wondered if like you ever had like any of those experiences that like helped you. Honestly, no. <laughs> I, 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 I was well with I mean with doing things like psychedelics, I, to me, I I'm a very like the way that we the me and you have our experiences, they're wildly different because oh, my yeah. perspective on it is just wildly different. Because to me, it's like psychedelics, how I like props to anyone that it helps, you know, helps them with like self-discovery and all that kind of stuff. But to me, it's just like, haha, poison mushroom makes brain go burr (laughs) is pretty much my feelings with it. So like with all psychedelics, to me, the only every time I've done them, it hasn't been to reach a different state or, you know, tap into something emotionally. It's just Mm -hmm. like. I would like to get high and be silly. Yeah. Now that's fair. I, I, I mean, that's definitely, it, it would, even my first like five trips were like nothing that I even thought like it wasn't any like spiritual awakening or anything, but there was eventually one that was like, holy fuck, like what the hell am I experiencing right now? And I know it's like not everyone experiences it, nor like, is that even essential? It's not like people need to experience it or anything. I'm, I hope I'm I not do coming feel, off that way. No, no. I feel like it also, but even though I, I feel that way, I feel like also just like, cause I've had, I've had bad trips before. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. Never any, never anything. You know, I feel like when some people hear bad trip, they think that, you know, someone had to hold me down cause I was trying to jump out of a window. I feel like that's kind of the perspective some people have when they hear bad trip, but mm-hmm. nothing like that. Just like a complete loss of uh, my grip on reality. Mm. and getting really sick um like physically getting really sick but i feel like still even though i i i don't really feel like i had any enlightening experiences i do feel like it still changes you and gives you a different perspective on your emotions and kind of how you perceive your own emotions and like you know what i mean it just feel it just feels different yeah like, like you're yeah. I'm a different person because I've done psychedelics, 100%. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Just, yeah, no, wait, what were you going to say something? I was just going to say, like, just, yeah, just with the experience of doing them, I feel like it, uh... Yeah. Yeah, it's, you a little bit. it's wild because I, at least when I, like, had, like, a really, like... I don't have any other words besides like magical experience, basically. Like I had one in particular, I've had a few, but like one in particular always stands out in my mind. I'm like, what the fuck caused that? Like, how did I feel that way? You know? And I almost just is like, I'm like, am I just lucky to have experienced that? Cause every trip is wildly different, you know? And I've had really negative trips too, where I just feel like really uneasy. And like you say, that kind of like, losing grips of reality where you start like questioning things and like it's just weird it's really uncomfortable and just kind of disturbing sort of 
the yeah. oh sorry no no go for it i was just gonna say the one thing that i feel like it did do when i was how i was talking about emotions like i feel like it it, it has it allowed me to not necessarily in a good way but i feel like the best way to describe it is it gives you this perspective of like primal emotion that you can't put into words like primal is the best way i can describe it like I feel like it's almost like animalistic emotion with like no thoughts attached. Um, I, I, one of the reasons why I stopped is because I, I've always had really bad nightmares my whole life, but mm. I started getting these, I guess, nightmares and uh, sleep paralysis as well. That's I stopped sleeping on my back when I was like 19 because of that. Uh, I, I can't believe I used to sleep on my back. I'm like a side sleeper now, but uh I would get these nightmares where instead of it being something regular, I would just be like sitting there in my dream and would feel the most intense feelings of emotion, like fear or something with nothing happening. It was so intense that it would wake me up. And the only times I've ever felt, felt those kind of feelings where it was just feeling no thoughts attached, just very strong feeling you know it could be different emotions or whatever but i only ever felt that while doing psychedelics so Mm. so you have like those negative attachments almost to it like i mean it's not even i guess when i think about something like those dreams about fear that is negative but it's still also just an interesting experience i don't i don't really have stuff like that happen anymore so it's just kind of wild to me that when i think about it it's like yeah, I felt I felt that feeling where it's just like you're so scared of nothing that you wake up and there's no thoughts attached, you know, like That's so I don't strange. know. Yeah. No, it's, I, it's hard to put in words. I definitely know what you mean about like the primal feeling though. Like I mean, I grew up religious and so like I I had this idea in my head from a baby basically that like oh, after this, you know, you're going to go to heaven and like you were placed on earth by God, you know, like, and, and that kind of like messed with me because even though it's like, okay, cool. Like religion can help people and make them feel like special and make them like, you know, maybe not suffer with depression because of like the brutal reality sometimes like that we experience. But for me, like I had like crazy primal sensations, like, holy shit. I remember like, (laughs) this is crazy, but like I remember just stripping butt ass naked in my room, just like <laughs> just randomly because I just wanted to when I was tripping. I I wasn't like I, I knew like I was still in reality. Like I wasn't like absolutely tripping crazy balls. I wasn't gonna do anything like weird. But I mean that's weird enough. But I remember just like looking at my goddamn toes and being like, what the fuck? Like like that is so weird. And I'd like look at my hands and toes and I was just like wondering like, what is like the function of this? And I, <laughs> I went like deep down like this rabbit hole in my mind of like, it was so weird. Like I, it's almost like I was experiencing like my ancestors like through evolution and like why, like the reasons why I have like legs and feet and toes. And <laughs> I know I'm making absolutely no sense, especially no, to anybody that's it, ever ex- not experienced this, but like. To, to me, it makes sense. I feel like a good way to describe that is how, uh, like, for people that might not be familiar is, uh, which apologies to anyone right now, but, like, you know, when you think about your breathing, then yeah. you have to manually breathe for a while until mm-hmm. you forget again. I feel like it's something like that. It's like you're tapping into things 
that you literally for no reason would ever think about because it's just automatic. Like it's something's your, you know, you know, your hands are there because they're your fucking hands. You're a human. We all have hands. They're there for a reason. You use them to grab shit. But like on something like a psychedelic, you, you, you think so about those, th- you think about those things that obviously no sane person would ever think about for any reason. Yeah. Yeah. You're totally right. It's, it's almost like, uh, it's startling almost to look at yourself in that perspective because I don't know, like, like you say, like feeling primal, like you just see yourself almost as like a primate, like a, like a monkey. You know what I mean? Yeah. uh, I feel, I feel like growing up religious also, like I, 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 it blows my mind. I I guess like just all the people that I've met that grew up like that, because I, my dad is like very atheist. I grew up with absolutely zero religion in my household. Um, they were very, I, I like, I literally, I would still, I would do things like, uh, if I had sleepovers at friend's house, I would go to church with them, you know, the next day mm-hmm. that was totally fine. I didn't grow up in a house where it was like, religion is bad. Uh, but I also didn't grow up in a house where it was like, religion is good. So yeah. I just kind of, uh, I, I really never, I never ever once in my life believed in God, even when I would go to church with friends or, you know, go to youth group with friends when I got a little bit older that wanted me to go with them. It was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't believe in this, but it's like, cool. You know, if, if you want to, I guess was always my perspective with it. <laughs> yeah. That's, oh, that is so interesting. I really do like that. Yeah, you're right. Like that is a completely different way to raise, to just be raised, you know, without that. Cause it was like, no question. Like my parents like drilled it in me, like this is it. And like, I don't know that that fucks with people like I don't I don't obviously there's no like perfect way to like ever raise a child I have no fucking idea I I would have no clue how to raise a child but I don't know putting your own beliefs on someone and insisting that this is like the only way and stuff is kind of it like messed with me and so being able to like I don't know deal with that in adulthood has been like really really refreshing and like liberating so and I know not everyone, not even close to everyone has like even had anywhere similar to my experiences with it. But yeah, anyway, it's like, <laughs> I, feel, I, feel I, very, I feel very fortunate that that's, that was, you know, part of my upbringing. But yeah, I feel like that would honestly be, it, I can't even imagine if I grew up in a environment like that, like, it's just, I feel like, yeah, doing psychedelics, it would make, it would make the experience like very very different as opposed to me who never never had any of those thoughts in my mind at all as a child or as a young adult yeah Yeah. and like i had already left religion completely but having like that experience really changed how i think about life and nature in general but yeah it's it's just weird because i I can imagine those that weren't raised religious they're just like oh i mean it's very clear like i mean just look at you know what they're you know quote-unquote doctrine is like it's clear like this is just kind of like made up sort of but when when you're in it you're like you're born into it so you, it's not like you had a previous life to just kind of get background information from it's like no this is just how you were born and raised and stuff it's, it's weird it's wild i feel like that goes with like any belief system though like you know not even religious it's like if you're raised to believe one thing yeah, I guess until you meet other people that are outside of that belief system, 
that yeah. yep. change your that could change your opinion, not necessarily would change your opinion. You're 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 probably not ever gonna have a reason to change. Yeah, you're right. Okay, um <laughs> West Ham's final question is PK when <laughs> Uh, one of my subathon forfeits, which I haven't done yet, but I've been planning it. One of my subathon forfeits is go PKing with West Ham. <laughs> I uh, nominated him to help me, so well, if that you... will that will happen eventually. But uh, so PKing wanna... with him, not PKing him. Like you're not gonna like go head to head. No, fuck no. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna what say like, that, dude, that dude fucking lives in. He is so good. He is really good at the game. He's PK. terrible at PVM though. I love it. Yeah, he could be good at it though. I mean, he's a natural gamer, so if he spent like hours doing it, but he's he's into his PK scene. I take well. He goes he goes to TOA with me, uh, not super regularly, but regularly enough, and oh, it's hilarious. That's funny. It, it is really, a sight to see. It's so funny to like kind of see that when a PKer does something PVM wise, it's like, do you even play RuneScape? <laughs> like, you know what I mean. <laughs> A hundred percent. It's it's such a different experience it's and like totally a foreign yeah. skill set. Definitely, it's the same with PVMers or skillers that go to PKing though. Like holy shit! When I first did my first LMS, I had no goddamn clue what I was doing. I was so bad. That's also a, th- a subathon forfeit. Is embarrass myself at LMS. So <laughs> you should practice I, like off stream and just uh, surprise everybody. Just like be really good all of a sudden. Hell no! I, I literally try to do LMS and I'm like malding because you know someone hits you with just the question mark or like or like a you are you okay? I'm so and sorry. The, and then you just want to like delete yourself off the planet. Yeah, yeah. I I feel I felt that. <laughs> I was lucky to have been like super addicted to the game when I was kind of playing LMS and I had this like competitive side to me where I was like, I need to get good at this. And so I, I got like hella addicted to LMS for a month and I just <laughs> like all I did, like whenever I would end stream, I just go to LMS for like five goddamn hours and I, Jesus. Couldn't, I couldn't even, well, it wasn't like every day, but it was at least for like two weeks. I went so hard and it, it, it's like different. It's not like PVMing in RuneScape. Like you're actually playing other people. So it would be like going and playing Call of Duty or PUBG or something like that's raising your adrenaline. And so after I'd be done playing LMS, I couldn't sleep because my heart rate is just so high, you know, just getting pissed off at like RNG and stuff. And then just, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I feel that like, uh, I like I don't I never really do LMS or anything like that as I said but like when you get, do PVM and say yeah you get either you just mastered something or maybe you got like a really good drop and then you're trying to wind down but you're like Jesus Christ I can't wind down that was too much like <laughs> yeah. your your heart is still pounding you think about it you get like butterflies a little bit you know <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever um when you played as a kid uh, uh, this is just so funny just I remember as a child going into the wilderness and just like uncontrollably shaking just like just so like scared <laughs> i don't think i ever really went in the wilderness because i was too scared yeah I, w- I was like a you know like fishing in barbarian village and running around and being silly <laughs> i was too scared to uh 
venture into a place like the wilderness. Yeah, that shit was always so scary for me. Like even even when I wasn't in the wilderness, but I knew I was going there, like I was walking up to the ditch, I'd start shaking slowly, slowly, slowly. <laughs> and then I'm in there and I'm just like, absolute. It's like, it was almost like I was in a freezer, just like shivering everywhere uncontrollably. <laughs> Uh, Friendzones asks, when we pot and tob? <laughs> Are you a tob, Andrea? I was going to say tob Andy. I guess the girl version's Andrea. <laughs> uh, I have just started doing tob, I think, since streaming, I did my first tob, mm -hmm. which is kind of funny to think about. Um, I've only done, I think I got my 29th KC last night. Uh, I'm definitely not good at tob. I still I cannot Yet. scythe I I can't scythe walk I do like a I do like a three a three step instead of the two step, which is kind of silly. Like I kind of go in a triangle, mm. um, but I can I can make it through most of the time without dying. So I'm happy about that, I suppose. But um, friend zones, you can just ask me to tob, and then we can tob. <laughs> He also asks, best memories playing this game? Best memories playing this game? Um, probably, besides just like the feeling of childhood nostalgia, which I don't really think is a specific moment, I would say probably my favorite moments playing the game are just like all of the time that I spent doing um, TOAs and stuff with uh, Jake and Cologne getting to know them jake did just finish toa on the uim as well so he's done unfortunately but i would say just all the time that we spent being absolute dgens <laughs> doing toa until like 3 p.m awesome love it i would say that's probably my favorite what piece of art that you've made are you most proud of <clears throat> excuse me jesus what piece of art am I most proud of? Hmm. I'm going to pull up my website and look because... Yeah, and then link it to me. I want to see it. Okay. If you don't mind. Yeah, of course. What I'm most proud of... I would say... I really love... Probably my screens, my like transition screens... Uh, I'm really proud of just because the entire bedroom, I guess, that I made is, um, took me a long time. I really like the, uh, most recent one on my website as well, where it's kind of like a Dark Souls crossover type thing. I'm just scrolling through it on my end. But I think probably my, um, I'll send them to you actually. Yeah, send me them. Just my transition screens. So there's one of them, the starting. The BRB. And uh, the ending. Just because designing the entire bedroom, I guess. Uh, all the little things, like making all the clothes all over the floor, the mess. Making it, you know, feel, I guess, authentically like me while also being... RuneScapey, that's probably what I'm the most proud of. It, I put in a lot of work, like grabbing the individual clothes, putting them on the hangers in the closet, uh, 
crumpling up the clothes and putting them in the laundry basket, having them overflowing, shit all over the floor, um, you know, making the clothing for my character, making the little dog. Uh, I actually used the, what's like the core end guard dog, and I just made it super tiny, made the head huge, and made it white, and then animated it uh, to look like my dog. I think, yeah, I think that's probably my, my most proud work, is just all of the effort and all of the tiny little things, the big things, just all the details I put into making that bedroom scene. Yeah, th those are honestly, like, so fucking cool. Thank you. Like, it, it was it was a lot of fun yeah that's cool that it's fun too it's not just like holy crap this is a massive project i need to do that's <laughs> so cool that you i don't know that's like the way to go about any sort of work if it's fun and a passion for you it's just so much better i i would say 99 percent of the time i have fun there are sometimes when i'm making things like thumbnails where it's like i i maybe i just i can't find that spark that i need in the project where it's like I'm going down this one route and no matter what I do, I'm just not super happy with it. Yeah. That can be, that can be really frustrating, but on the ones where, you know, it really does hit, it makes me really happy. I think going on my website, scrolling down a bit, something I'm also, I, I'm really proud of is the, uh, picture of the Hydra with the flames all around it. And the character running in the green dehyde and the Slayer Helm and the Tebow. That one was such a challenge. I, I literally just could not. I was not happy with it. I spent usually it takes me probably an hour and a half on average, I would say, of work start to finish to do a thumbnail. Mm -hmm. And I swear I spent days on that one and I was Holy just shit. not happy with it. But how it looked in the end, I. I, I'm really happy with it. I'm really proud of that one. That's cool. Yeah, all of these are just awesome. It, it, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's just something like, I just could never do something like this. So just knowing, I don't know. It just seems like so insane to me. But it's weird how just being an artist and things, like you can just see it and you know how it's done, you know? Like for you, you see one of these and you know how you did it. And for me, I'm like, how the fuck? Like, <laughs> I love the grinds that grind my gears, like the, the little moving. Co how did you even get like those moving cogs to like do that? Is that like, um, I don't know, like, is that like a, a tool that's there that you can kind of already uh, uh, no, understand I, the physics of cogs sort of like that? Or are no, you making I, them? I, I, I key, so I made all those cogs myself and then I keyframed each of the cogs movement. Holy shit. That's so cool. And then I added those particles. Um, it actually worked out really nice because the way the particles come out, they like emit from a source. So I put the emitter like where the cogs hit. Mm. So that way they actually like spark out, uh, you know, kind of in like bursts. And then there's other stuff like I made it, it flow out slower and faster, slower and faster as well. But the way they spray out like that, it kind of did it on its own so that made me that's happy. so cool yeah those are that's awesome that was my first animation i ever made for someone really, really happy with that one yeah. yeah you must have just like that's awesome thank you oh, that's cool so i'm glad to hear that you're like 
super passionate about it still and you still want to like keep doing it like that's your thing yeah of course definitely well the last thing friend zone says not a topic who says love you max very proud and happy to see you succeeding hopefully you'll be around for many years and i'm happy to call you a homie oh I, lo I love you friend zones <laughs> okay one from dave why do they call it oven when you of in the um, okay why am i reading this okay wait, let me let me try to <laughs> decipher this why do they call it oven when you of in the cold food about okay yeah do you have any thoughts on that <laughs> i don't even know what i'm reading i'll be honest um... do, you, do you see this on twitter I did see it and I think I went, huh? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I did not pre-read some of these. I apologize. I, we, we are doing a RuneScape podcast. I do not understand etymology or what your question was. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, moving on. Eviescape asks, why is your name Maximum? I can't answer that question because Jake is one of the people that calls me that. I did not call myself that. I feel like that's more of a question to ask himself. All right, Eviescape, why do you call her Maximum? That's for you. That's for the next cast. Okay. Um, okay, here's one RuneScape related again. What is one pet you want on your main? What? Um, okay, actually, yeah, we'll just ask that one first. He's got like three or four questions. What pet do I want on my main? Well, I have like 3,400 Vorkath, Casey, and no pet. Rip. So that was the that was a pet that I really wanted. I wanted to be like my first pet. I was grinding for it for so long. I gave up. Um <laughs> I think I think if I could pick one though, I would probably say um shit. I, I think my favorite pets are probably the Zabak uh transmog. That one's so cool. That I have that in my house. I fucking love that. That's the only actual uh, transmog I have of the TOA pet so far. I also love the the Mutadial transmog. Yep. Do you um, ever do chambers like uh, CMs? Uh, I want to. I want to start doing CMs. I actually haven't done CMs before. Um, I have like three hundred fifty-ish. I think. Uh, Chambers Casey. I, I got a Tebow and I kind of just stopped doing it. Damn, that's cool. How was that getting a Tebow? In your own name, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, in my own name. Um, So I did like all those raids with one of my friends who is an iron that doesn't play a main account. Mm -hmm. And so we weren't splitting drops. And so, yeah, I got a Tebow and it was just one bill to me. Yeah. Dude. It, it was it was very exciting. I was, I was very happy. Um, But I would like to start doing CMs because I want to get the pet and getting the dust as well and uh, the kits for my ancestral. I was just thinking about it. I was like, man, I just, I still remember my first TiVo ever. I was in I was in my college like apartment, and I was on Discord with the boys, and we were. I was like so dog shit at Chambers. Like this is like my twentieth. <laughs> this is literally my twentieth KC. And I had only seen one purple, which is fine. I was only 20kc, but it was like a twisted buckler. And we all like pause champed so hard because we thought it was a twisted bow at like first sight, you know? Mm -hmm. And then like five uh, five chambers later, I got a Tebow in my name. And my two like 
friends with me, we were all Iron Men. Oh, wait, no, no, one of them was a main, but my, my Iron Man friend that was with me got so butt hurt. Like, he was so sad it wasn't his. And <laughs> I was just like, holy shit, I have a Tebow. Like, what the fuck? Like, I got, I started getting paranoid actually because it was so early on in my account. Like, I was like, I, I got paranoid about like account security and stuff i was like am i gonna get like hacked and stuff like <laughs> I, I was seriously like I, I was just freaking out it was so crazy yeah i don't know i took the game so seriously just like holy shit i i don't think i was worried about anything like that but it was it was yeah. very i can't i feel like um i mean i'm probably getting the tebow is like the most excited i had been in the game that and also <laughs> getting the hunliffe pet because I completed the uh, CG log when I got the pet. Oh, that's four, so cool. What KC four, was that? It was 406 okay. KC. I got the salad blade at like 360 something. Cause it was before the Bofa came out. Yep, yep. Th thankfully, when they did the collection log uh, with the Bofa on it, it just automatically counted as like a enhanced seed, which yeah, was nice. that was nice. Um, but I would say, yeah, probably... The Tebow and getting the Hunluff pet were the two most exciting things ever for me. Okay, one item you're excited to grind on the UIM. So wait, you said you already made a UIM. Is it like anywhere progress at all? Um, I mean, not like a whole lot. I've done quite a bit of questing on it. Okay, that's um, good. Is it painful to do that? I've never actually... I, I made a UIM and I chopped like five trees and quit. <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> really enjoying... quest? It's, uh, I mean, it can be a little annoying. I think the only time I've been annoyed so far with quests was whatever one where you have to bring, what is it? I don't even remember what you have to bring. Is it, uh, inventories of, uh, rune essence or something? Yeah. The one in like Mauritania, that quest. And having to run back and forth was really annoying. Yeah. Um, but... What am I excited to grind out? I'm just excited to be able to get to do... Obviously, it's not going to be for a long time, but pretty much my goal for the UIM is rush to Prif, be able to get Bofa and Crystal Armor, and then um, just try to send some really scuffed raids as soon as I can. Mm, very nice. My UIM's RSN is Idiot E-Girl, by the way. I'm very happy with that. Idiot E-Girl? <laughs> yeah. Is that with a space? Yeah. I'm looking it up. Okay, that's respect. 67 agility, goddamn. Yeah, okay. basically how I'm leveling it is just uh I'm doing I'm using like the the prif guide or whatever. Um so it's basically like rush to prif uh and one of the first things it says is do agility because then you want to do agility pyramid and get the cash that you need. Oh, my dog's barking at my door. One second. Okay. Milky asks, does your back hurt from constantly carrying West Ham and TOA? Yes, it does, actually. That's why I'm uh, really fortunate to have a good chair. You know, every every time I end stream after doing raids with uh, West Ham, it's just, <laughs> it's a lot of pain, but it could be worse if I had a shitty chair, you know? Yeah. Wait, what chair do you have? Is it? Uh, I have a, a steel case leap. Okay. Yeah, now chairs are, I mean, if you're going to be stream, if you're going to be a streamer or anything where you're just sitting down all day, you like, you need a fucking good chair. I did not understand that my first year. 
I was literally sitting in a $40 Walmart chair and my fucking butt and back like just always ached. Oh yeah, fuck that. My my chair is like fifteen hundred new, but I I got it. Uh, basically, just spent like three months camping Craigslist until I found <laughs> one where I'm like, I need to find one that's being sold by some office manager that it was like sitting in a closet for like five years and they're getting rid of it and they don't know how much it's worth. So that's what I did, and that's why I got yeah. it for like a hundred bucks. Nice, nice. Yeah, mine is about fifteen hundred, and I was an idiot and bought it new. But it was nice because it just came already pre-assembled in the box. Did you get and, a Herman Miller? Yeah. One of those clowns that got a Herman Miller. But no, seriously, I, I really... Uh, that's not, no, that's not clownish. No, I would say, like, literally, whenever people say what chairs to get, I always say Steelcase Leap or Herman Miller. I feel like depending... I feel like more for boys, I say Herman Miller because, I don't know, guys just, like, are fucking sweaty and the net <laughs> chair is nice. But for me, I'm always freezing. Yeah. So, like, I've used a Herman Miller for, like, a month and it's just... It's too much airflow. I like mine because mm. it has, it's like a big cushy yeah, cloth yeah. seat, you know, and I'm always cold. So it, it helps. It's nice. That's true. Th this one's also not for people that like cross their legs. Like if you cross your legs, you're going to hate this chair. Yeah. And so it like works perfectly for me. I, I am curious. Do you ever like prop your feet up like on a stool? Like when you're gaming or do you, are your feet just on the ground? Uh, I have like a little, like a little wedge. Mm. under my desk it's like i guess it's like a half circle is the shape of it okay and you just rest um, your feet there kind of yeah i put my feet on there i have really 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 bad circulation um and so my feet and legs hurt all the time oh, i'm sorry uh it's and i feel like having a chair that's so comfy makes it worse because usually you know when you have a shitty chair you have to get up every once in a while because <laughs> yes, your back hurts true. or your ass goes numb. <laughs> but because that's not the case, I will sit here for a long time. And one day, I i don't know if it was because I was just gaming really hard after I got this chair, but my feet swelled up to the size of balloons. Oh, fuck. Uh, which is insane. And uh, <laughs> getting the little wedge thing helped a lot. And also, I usually will wear, like, uh, compression socks. Yeah. For, for the elite gaming. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, what What's the next tattoo? I haven't got a tattoo in a long time, just because I've, uh, I guess, really just haven't had money. Um, Do you have an idea but, of what you would get? Yeah. I, I really want to get, like, a scythe. Um, most of my tattoos are all in like American traditional style, and what I also that, really what like. What does that mean? Uh, it's like I'll look it up. Should show you like an example. And and uh, how many tattoos do you have right now? I have a fuck ton. Uh, okay, here's a good example of what American traditional is. Just like really bold lines. Mm, okay, um, I see kind of more simplistic i have okay i have roses on my thigh i have a stick and poke on my ankle i did when i was like 12 um, jesus damn that's young is that your first tattoo yeah i mean i also my septum piercing i literally did that myself with a sewing needle when i was also like 12 oh, or 13 fuck. Were you, um oh my god did that hurt 
I'm sure it did, but it was literally 15 years ago, so I don't really remember. Um, Jesus. I actually did it twice because the first time I didn't like the placement, so I ended up doing it. Oh my se- god! Yeah, time. no, fuck that, Jesus! Yeah. That's um, what else do I have? Okay, I have I have stars on my stomach, like on my uh, lower lower stomach, mm-hmm. and uh, my back. I have Naruto, and like it like full body or just face or just um <laughs> that'd be really funny if it was his face <laughs> i have a i have a picture i actually posted it i tweeted it because people always ask me like oh like show the tattoo but i don't really want to like turn around pull up my shirt <laughs> pull down my <laughs> pants and show my lower back on stream but i did it on the uh real homie hour podcast so it must have been awesome. on the second half because i didn't see that here there's a picture of it oh i saw this on twitter actually their faces literally i didn't even notice their faces until after i posted it and it made me laugh so hard but i have that and then i have uh on my left arm (laughs) i have like it's like a science experiment like (laughs) seeing like what's going on like jesus christ on my left arm i have this geometric design it's actually a cover-up i got a tattoo underneath it that was lasered a few times um and i have a shark with like a dagger this sailor girl uh some text a skull uh a, what the fuck what's it called a a tombstone and then on my right arm i have a locket kirby a rainbow dash a pokeball a gengar uh and sakura ryu sakura and ryu from street fighter and then i have uh just some text behind my left ear damn I think that's everything. So the scythe you would get, would that be the sang- sanguine scythe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, of course, I can't. You, you wouldn't get the holy scythe? Why not? No, that's so ugly. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't know where I would get that. I was thinking about getting it on, like, not fully behind my right ear, because I'd want it to be a little bit bigger, but just kind of in that area. Yeah. Um, Either that or, like, maybe on my arm or something, but... I would love to get more tattoos. I have some other ideas. Um, like I wanted to get some stuff on my... Uh, more stuff on my stomach. Like I guess above... Like probably uh, I guess on my ribs or like on my diaphragm area. Just that little area I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that would be called. And then I wanted to get something on my... Like on my neck really small but... I have I have quite a few ideas. I haven't scheduled it on anything yet, though, just because I'm indecisive, you know? So it doesn't sound like you're indecisive. Do, let me ask you this. Do you um, regret any of your tattoos? Uh, I mean, the tattoo I have that's covering up my other tattoo that I got lasered, I also don't like. So that's kind of okay. unfortunate. Uh, there's some tattoos. Yeah, I feel like I don't really like the Kirby my little pony and the pokeball just the placement was really silly and i just like fucked up that whole entire forearm of Mm. real estate um getting a tattoo removed is significantly more painful than a tattoo and takes a long time and is really expensive Mm. so uh it doesn't it's not something that really bothers me though honestly what i was thinking about doing is just finding a really good artist that does geometric and just getting my left arm just like sleeved and get those tattoos 
covered again, you know? Yeah. Um, I guess it just kind of depends on what I decide. I, yeah, there, there are ones that I don't really like for those reasons, but I think if I just got them covered up with something uh, a bit better done, then I would be happy with it. Yeah. No, like, ex-boyfriend names or anything, though. Yeah, I was going to add it. Yeah, I was just curious. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be the worst, like, getting that shit removed. Uh, uh, yeah, getting getting it removed. <laughs> it feels like getting a tattoo removed feels like, I guess the best way I can describe it is, like, uh, someone pouring hot grease on your skin. Fuck. Ow. You know, like, when you're cooking bacon and you get, like, yeah, little, I literally made bacon like two days ago. I felt it's, that. Yeah. It's kind of like that, except slowly over a tattoo. So wait, I so I've never had a tattoo before. Does getting a tattoo is that like not bad? Um, it definitely depends on where you get it. What was the most painful I, spot you had one? Mm, most painful, probably. I feel like honestly my my lower back maybe like mm. uh not all of it but it was just the closer it got to my like wait was it the, the outside I can't no I can't remember if it was the outside or the inside it was either the closest to my spine or the furthest out from my spine I think it might have been the furthest out from my spine was the most painful like towards my hips mm. um but like I would say it's Getting a tattoo, obviously some places are a lot more sensitive. I don't have any tattoos in, like, the mega-sensitive spots, like, my feet or, like, my inner, inner, upper arm or anything like that. Yeah. But I would say most of my tattoo pains, it felt kind of like getting scratched by a cat. Like, it stings. But, you know. Yeah. It's it's, it's pretty... It's it's pretty manageable when you're when you're in there for a long time in the chair. Eventually, you, you do run out of like adrenaline, and it does get worse. I feel like, um, because your body is just kind of exhausted because all the chemicals have been dropped out by your brain, you know, because you're feeling pain, mm. and eventually you just run out. Uh, so it can get a little draining, but like. I think if you plan on getting a tattoo, the best advice, it, it might feel a little rude, but tattoo artists are used to it, is bringing headphones. I feel like being able to drown out the sound of the machine really makes a difference and helps distract you. So I always will bring headphones, um, even if I am just listening to music very quietly so I can still hear the artist. Just being able to drown out the, sign, the sound of the machine a little bit really helps. Yep. That's cool. I've I've considered getting myself a tattoo. I just like don't know what I'd get. Probably a fucking mushroom on my shoulder or something. Something <laughs> really cringe like that. But uh, that wouldn't be cringe. I feel like you could get uh, there could be some cool ones. I think of for some reason I thought of like the mushroom bags they have at Fred Meyer, where it's just like <laughs> where it's like the really thin black outline of just the mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. Just, I know. Just get something about. like that. <laughs> I I don't know. It would be like um. I think I have, like, an idea in my mind of what I'd like. And I, I could probably, like, trace it out and, like, show, like, a tattoo artist what I'm kind of thinking of. I just worry because I don't know. I, I don't know why I worry so much. I think it's, like, this preconceived notion that, like, oh, like, if you do this, like, 
it's going to affect you in your life. Like not, not like, I don't know. I, for some reason I always thought like, Oh, like you might not get a job or something. I, I know that's like irrational, but like, it just feels like something might affect my life because I get a tattoo. But the more I think about it, I'm like, what the hell would affect my life by getting a tattoo? <laughs> so I don't I, know. I, I would, I'd... I feel, I feel like you, yeah, you'd probably feel that way until you do it. But honestly, like, like I said, even with my tattoos, I don't like, I honestly just don't even notice yeah. that they're there 99% of the time. But I mean, if you're wor- if you are worried about that, just always go for somewhere safe, you know, like above above where your t-shirt would cut off, you know, mm-hmm. on your mm-hmm. arm and then on a place that wouldn't show in a shirt, you know, like chest or back or you know, legs or something like that. You can always go in a place that really no matter what job you would have, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. I just brought up job as like a an example that wouldn't that isn't actually something I think of, but it'd probably be like upper shoulder. I think I think that would be like where I get my first one if I got any more, maybe like chest. Shoulder also is like definitely the least painful. Yeah, uh, I would figure that. I mean, that's like mostly where guys get it anyway. I feel like I feel like shoulder is a very common area to get a tattoo, at least your first few. My first one was like right close to my inner um like right right near my elbow crease i guess Mm. on the inside that one was pretty painful um it was also my first tattoo though so i had no idea what to expect obviously yeah but um something like the shoulder that was my second tattoo the soccer in rio i was still in high school when i got it actually just um i used my lunch money that my mom would give me every day and i just didn't get lunch and saved it up <laughs> until I could get the tattoo because I didn't have a job. Um, and it, it was so, it was so chill. I was totally fine. You'd be fine. Yeah. Okay. Womanity asks any hidden talents. And also he has another one. There, there's another one, but we've already talked about it. But uh, what's something you're proud of that and you can't say getting partner either? So, hidden talents and something you're proud of. A hidden talent. Shit. Oh, God. What talents do I have? Uh, are it's you so mu- funny. I'm curious. Are you musical at all? Like, do you? Uh, I did play the piano growing up, and I also played the flute in band. Um, what, what am I good at? Can I do anything? <laughs> I'm like, I'm literally looking around my room like, what the fuck am I good at? <laughs> um, I question that myself sometimes. Like, I've invested way too much time in just streaming and playing RuneScape. I'm like, shit, I need... Oh, to... yeah. a perfect hidden talent. Okay, I have one. I have one. What is uh, it? I love, which some people would know this just from what I've talked about it on stream, but I am a very skilled seamstress. Ooh. Um. I love making clothes. I have three sewing machines out in the room next to me. Um, and a whole entire, I guess, like, sewing area. Sewing area. I, I, I try to pick up, like, I pick up so many different hobbies. Like, I, I try to be, you know, like a, I guess, a jack of all trades when it comes to creative stuff. Like, I'll show you this picture right here. This is, it's pretty basic what I made, but it's like, this dress that I made that I sewed, but I also even made the buttons on it. Uh, like I, I casted them and then poured them with resin. 
That's really cool. Uh, I've made a lot of different outfits, things. Um, yeah, I would say probably my, my hidden talent, yeah, would be my ability to sew. So I'm looking at this picture and I see you have a piercing on your tongue. Did that fucking hurt? Uh, okay. I also pierced my own tongue. I'll be real. I was like thinking of the fucking pain. Like, oh my God, that would hurt so bad. Honestly, no tongue piercing. I feel like to me, a tongue piercing hurts literally as much as an ear piercing. Really? What the problem is, is that when it's healing, because it gets swollen and it hurts and it is very 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 tender oh i bet well it's healing eat besides just drink you probably just have to drink stuff basically well basically i remember what i was eating like the day after and i went and got taquitos because i could just put them in the side of my mouth and chew without fucking soak (laughs) without moving my tongue you know yeah 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 yeah. uh or bumping my tongue but even then the tongue is like it's it's one of like the fastest healing parts of your body. So it, it only was tender for about, it was swollen for like three days, tender for like a week, and then it was perfectly fine. Wow. Did you, have you ever had like any problems with like infection or anything with it? No, no, not at all. Um, I took it out because uh, my bite has gotten... I, I never wore my retainer after I got my braces taken off, of course, like an yeah, idiot. Like me too. I didn't do, I didn't either. And not wearing, and, and then having the tongue piercing just because it affects your tongue posture. Mm. I feel like it was shifting my teeth worse. I see. So I ended up taking it out. Um, I want to get braces again. And if I did, I would probably put my tongue piercing back in. Because then I'd actually wear my retainers. So I wouldn't have to worry about it being shifted. Yeah. How long did you have braces for? I oh, I would hate to get braces again. I just remember them tightening and it, f- it hurt so goddamn bad. And it would hurt for like four or five days. Yeah, that I was. Hated that shit. I I had mine from I think fourteen to seventeen or something like that. Yeah, that was. Well, I had mine for like two and a half years. I got it off in like sophomore year. I was like fifteen. My my permanent retainer actually just popped out. The bottom one. I just lost it like two months ago it popped out like the one mm-hmm. that's like literally cemented onto your teeth mm-hmm. jesus like both sides or just one popped out and you just ripped it off uh it popped out on one side and then i just grabbed it and just like barely pulled and it just... oh 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 like the the wired it's so, like the glue still there kind of like the yeah but I, I went to the dentist actually only a few weeks later and uh they actually just sanded off the glue for me okay because the glue was really fucking annoying. Dude, I want to get rid of that permanent retainer. I've had, I've had, I mean, I've had it for over a decade now. And I'm like, it just makes flossing such a pain in the ass. Yes, like, it does. The bottom four teeth are such a fucking pain. I I literally would just use the... um, I get like the gum brand like uh, pick floss things. Yeah, yep. And that's what I would use because I could not be fucked to use like the kind with like the loop and you have to put the floss through the loop. Yeah. And my teeth, they they got, I guess probably my permanent retainer just bent a little bit. So they were jammed so tight together that half the time the floss would rip. So I was 
I was very glad when it came off because I'm like, oh my god, I can actually just floss like a normal person. I think I actually might do that now that you said. Just go to a fucking dentist and get it removed. Like, there's no... The, the thing is with me is, like, I didn't even have bad teeth in the first place. They were just slightly off. And so getting it, braces just barely did anything. But So I'm pretty sure because I didn't have, like, a total messed up mouth, if I got the permanent retainer moved, I, I removed, I doubt anything would really shift. My bottom teeth were... So, like, my top teeth... Uh, how they look now is pretty much how they looked before braces. They were all pretty straight, except my left front tooth overlaps my right one a, a little bit, mm-hmm. um, which it shifted back to that pretty much. But my bottom teeth were very crooked. Uh, well, not all of them. It was like my front, uh, like four teeth were like, mm. one of them was a bit far back, not anything insane, but like they were definitely crooked, uh, and they haven't shifted at all, and it's been months now. So I think if my teeth are fine after 10 years of having a permanent retainer and haven't shifted, I'm sure yours would not shift, especially if they were barely yeah, crooked in the first place. teeth were pretty fine initially. Interesting. Well, I don't know if we covered uh, his last little thing. What are you proud of that's not Twitch partner? Um... Probably... It's like a therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> Probably all of the work that I've put into Blender and just learning the program. And uh, even before I started streaming, you know, just being able to build a brand and an audience of people that appreciate my work and, like, you know, validate the time that I've put into it. Mm-hmm. I think... Uh, yeah, I think just probably like the progress I've made with Blender and like being able to discover that is really my favorite creative outlet I've ever had. Hell yeah. That's cool to hear. Okay. Thank you. Scotty. I love Scotty. He asks favorite music festival event you've attended. And if you remember, what did you want to pursue as a career in high school? My favorite music thing. Um, I've never really been a big festival goer. I've always been more of like a small, a small rave or festival kind of person. Like, or not really festivals. I mean, but I really liked. I guess I'll answer it in two parts. My favorite festival festival, I guess, was probably Paradiso, which is like this really, really, really big show at the Gorge Amphitheater. Um. Unfortunately, it was like 106 degrees on one of the days I was there. Jesus. Uh, which was insane. Uh, but I had so much fun. I sold, I like, I worked the event, like I sold t-shirts. Um, but I had a great time just, you know, partying, hanging out with my friends, being silly. Saw a bunch of artists that I wanted to see. Uh, was so disgustingly sweaty the whole time, though. Uh, but it was still great. And then my favorite, like, I guess just music event in general was probably this show that I went to called Epic and it was in like 2013. Mm. Um, and it was, so every year they had Epic, the guy who throw it, who would throw the show, Alex, he, he's like a, what's it called? Like an ordained minister where you you can do weddings or whatever. Is that Mm, what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, and so he would make it a wedding because 
that's a way that you could, I guess, get around ordinances by throwing renegades in the middle of nowhere. Was if it's a wedding, you don't have to have permits for a certain amount of people. If it's like under a thousand people, you don't have to have permits. And so it'd be a wedding and it was, uh, it was like three days long camping, uh, you know, like three stages, probably like 600 people there or something like that. Um, and I had such a blast. I like <laughs> was very, it was very fucked up the whole weekend. Of course, <laughs> I was like 18 years old. Yeah, I think yeah. I'd been out of high school for like two months at the time. Uh, I went with a few of my friends. I <laughs> I spent so much of the time literally just like in the camping area because I was just like obliterated, you know, <laughs> and just hanging out with other people. Do you ever just like sitting I, in a circle? Yeah, I'm I'm just curious because like I never did drugs like when I was younger. I just didn't because yeah. But um, do you ever get like? fucking scared out of your mind being in like a public setting like that on like just out of your fucking mind like i feel like i would start getting hella scared i don't know scared of what like just cops scared. coming and arresting you or no, like... no 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 just like what the fuck is going on like i'm not in control i feel like just not being in control in a just in public is like terrifying to me um i feel like i have i have got that feeling before from like uh like hallucinogens you know like mm -hmm. I, I i got too high one time at like an anime convention so it was around thousands of people oh my god and i had to go home for a while uh yeah that's how i would feel i just be like just please take me home like fucking take me somebody take me home and everyone's fucking tripping balls i'm like shit like i'm stuck here <laughs> I, I would say generally though no because okay. i feel like Especially then, like most of the stuff that I would partake in would be, um, you know, happy, happy drugs. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, you've had experiences with it. And you're... So you, it's, I feel like it's pretty, I feel like it's pretty impossible to get like anxious off of something like MDMA. Where okay. You're just, where you're just feeling like. A million bucks. Just like, yeah, you just, yeah. you're feeling happy and, you know, loved by the universe, I guess is the best way to describe it. And you're completely, you're completely oblivious to the fact that ever, like, if there's anyone else there that's not on it, like, you don't think about that. Yeah, yeah. Like, you feel so good and it's like, you assume everyone else is feeling that good as well. Okay, interesting. Well, his other question was, was there anything you want to pursue in high school? Or was it always kind of like art? Um, I, when I was in high school, I wanted to be a cosmetologist, which is what I did end up doing for a few years. Um, I think when I was in high school, I wanted to do more like esthetician work, which is, uh, like skin. Mm. The way, the way it works in the licensing, uh, here at least is you get licensed in all three. So like you are licensed in hair skin and nails and i think i wanted to do more like skincare but i and i ended up just doing hair really um so i kind of i guess followed my dreams quote unquote but i never really felt i never really felt like i actually had a goal or like a dream like that wasn't something that i was like this is what i really want to do yeah 
it was just something that I decided. I mean, honestly, I feel like I always felt like, oh, I yawned, excuse me. I always felt like, uh, it's, it's going to sound silly. I always felt like I was like destined for some form of greatness in some way, which just sounds so narcissistic, but like, <laughs> I always felt no, like I, 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 I think that's normal for somebody young to experience. Yeah. I always felt like, you know, like there, there's something about me, like I'm, I'm really entertaining, you know, like uh, people think I'm funny. I think I would, you know, I should be famous for doing something. Yeah. Yeah. And so maybe that's why I, uh, wanted to be a streamer i don't know who knows could have been a subconscious yeah. thought that's funny yeah and i mean i i don't know i think i kind of had a little bit of that when i was like younger like getting older it's like inevitable it just kind of leaves you're like oh shit okay i've, I've found my places i'm not as important as i thought i was yeah but that's like a that's like a nice feeling though because it's it's i don't know you see people that have it all and it's like that never is that doesn't mean you're going to be happy or anything. In fact, it usually just leads to a lot of like anxiety and shit. Usually if you're like a celebrity or something, I, I have a friend that actually works in like video advertisement out in LA and like we grew up together and we we're like friends and he's like literally met with met up with like, um, uh, just like all these celebrities that are doing like music videos and shit like that. Like, um, he's like met Nicki Minaj, like not like, you know, personally, but like he's worked with her and like other people and just like, it's just crazy to me, but like he sees them and like, apparently like these people have like these, um, like a group that'll like pump them up kind of, it's almost like their life is like so empty and they need like a group of people to like amp them up before these like huge shoots basically to get them like hyped up and so it's weird it's like the stuff he's experienced in LA is just so is so strange and so at least me as a kid I remember thinking I wanted to be like an actor and of course I'm like just terrible at acting but <laughs> I was like that'd be sick to be in the movies you know and then you yeah. just see how it really is it's like no it's like people are still people yeah I don't think okay I I don't think I ever wanted to be, like, a celebrity celebrity, but I think when I was younger, I always thought, like, oh, being, like, you know, like, a YouTuber or something or whatever. Um, but I don't think I ever wanted to be, like, a celebrity celebrity. That yeah. always just seemed, it just seems scary to me. That sounds, <laughs> yeah. that, that sounds scary to me now. I, I wouldn't, I don't think I would ever want to blow up, like, uh, you know, some of the most insanely huge streamers. I don't think I would be comfortable with that. Yeah. Well, um, that's kind of uh, all the topics I see that are pretty relevant, unless there's something you see. But uh, um, I think them. that was probably it. I, of course, all the comments on mine when I retweeted it are just. Oh, I didn't even look at that. Was there? Any... There's literally nothing. No. <laughs> okay. It's just, okay. It's just people saying dumb shit or. Uh... <laughs> or no yeah i've i've started to get used to that i'm like when i first did the same a cast like most topics were like really good and it's like everyone just got hella fucking lazy lately just like <laughs> you know that, that i mean i i don't blame them it's not like i'm paying them to make good topics but um 
I really enjoyed this, Max. I'm not going to lie. This was really nice. Thanks for uh, spending the evening talking with me. Yeah, of course. I also had a lot of fun. I think it's we talked about some interesting topics. <laughs> I know. I'm, I, I sometimes I wonder because like I'm wanting to connect more with creators and talk more like I guess a little bit more personal without being like weird, you know, and like going like past the line. But um, I don't know, because like initially I would just talk a lot about RuneScape because it was, a, I mean, clearly it's a RuneScape podcast, but at this point I just want to get to know people a lot more. And so it's just fun. I don't know. I'm absolutely an open book. So, I mean, nothing, yeah. nothing was weird to me. <laughs> okay, that's good. Well, guys listening down in the description, be sure to follow all of Scotizo's links. I might even have just like your website on there if that's... What yeah, of course. Too. Um, so at, all of her links are down in the description. Be sure to click on those. Go give her a follow a follow on Twitch too. She's popping off. She's a DGen streamer. So if you're, you know, <laughs> at, at that time zone, like definitely go check out her stream. She's, I mean, you're usually live for like eight, nine hours. It seems like most days. I or, was live for, I was live for like 10 yesterday. Yeah. So a lot of fun. Anyway, guys, um, Max, thank you very much. Uh, or not tomorrow. This upcoming week, we are going to be having Tau RS on the Sebe cast, and then we will be having Idol on the cast the following week, and I'm very excited for both. So be sure to subscribe if you guys aren't, and if you guys are on YouTube right now, if you guys are listening on Spotify, be sure to just, you know, I don't know. What do you even do on Spotify? Is there any way to fucking sub? <laughs> I don't even know. Just... I don't use Spotify. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but thank you guys for listening. Uh, Max, any final words? Uh. Thank you for having me on and make sure to vote for me for the golden gnomes. Yeah. Oh, we got, it. we got it. We got to put that on. Yeah, for real. It's weird because like you could probably go for best new streamer next year too. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's, that's the goal if I don't get it this year. Yeah. I was going to say like, it's almost like you're in such a tight spot where like you're just so recent. You know what I mean? Yeah. But who knows? Maybe we'll just get you to win both of them. Both years. <laughs> Anyway, guys, have a, have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.